Welcome to ComTrack, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. I'm your host, Tim Lifeite. And I'm Hannah. And we are back for the final round. Oh, I am so mad because I finally watched the Animatrix all the way through. I'm mad I didn't watch it before uh, Revolutions. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. There's there's so much character background that I missed. Uh, By the way, everybody listening... Uh, if you don't want to hear us talk about the previous movie yes. or our personal lives, then uh, down below in the link... Uh, There's a sync button that you can just skip and sync up to the movie right ahead, so you don't have to hear all the bullshit. Yeah, so but you, if you are here for the bullshit... Th- then ha- here's three hours of me talking about probably the use of robot blacklights again. <laughs> yes. Um, Kid Story, that awesome animation. My favorite is still Detective Story. No, oh, Detective Story was great. I had to watch it in French because I was watching this all on YouTube. Really? Yeah. I lent you the DVD, man. I don't have a DVD player. That's Tim. very true. Like, to, to be fair, those were all the rage when this came out. So that's just my defense. Yeah, so I spent two hours in my attic looking for my PlayStation 2. And then I went on YouTube and they had it. <laughs> so I watched Learn French with Detective Story. Oh, that must, actually, that would have been an interesting way to watch it. It was interesting, I actually. Bet. Yeah, you yeah. Can, there's just a whole Learn French watching the Matrix mm-hmm. series. Dude, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to wind up doing it with the Merovingian. And who wants to do that? Oh, God. <laughs> Glenn Howerton, okay? <laughs> yeah, not again. Not again. So here we are for round three. Um, yes. Do you remember much about this? Because I remember this is like the first time you're revisiting it I for a while. I remember the ending. I remember the rain and Neo and Smith fighting one-on-one in the giant line of mm-hmm. Agent Smiths. Yep. And then Neo ultimately sacrificing himself to be Internet Jesus yes. to save the world. So I remember Neo dies. I remember the train station that you walk out one side and you come back in the other side. Shit. Yes. <laughs> um, there's actually like a really cool little thing in there, but we'll get to that when we see it. I remember I this one was kind of the big one for me because as much as I because let's okay. Um, full disclosure: Reloaded has aged much better for me in terms of uh, uh, of where I am now as opposed to this one. But damn it. The memories that I had watching this one is still so strong. I don't care because, um, as we probably, as you pro- uh, you probably don't remember, um, most of this movie takes place in the real world, not in the Matrix. Oh, which makes sense because most of the Matrix Reloaded took place mostly in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. So it's a yeah, nice yeah. little because the big like the big centerpiece in this movie is the attack on Zion, which is awesome mm-hmm. actually. Um, but yeah, the big thing that always stands out is that final fight, like. As big and operatic and over the top, and it feels pretentious, but not really when you really think about what's going on because and what's at stake. Because Agent Smith is the villain we fell in love with, not the face. Oh, the totally. <laughs> it's, it's Hugo Weaving. Being his most oh, that's oh. another thing. Um, so Hugo Weaving is great in all of these, but this is the one I think he's clearly having the most fun. Oh, but man. you'll see in a minute because. Jesus fucking Christ. But, yeah, dude, I actually remember, because I think I mentioned that uh, there was, like, it, I think this is, like, late high school. Uh, I got a Neo costume for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that year it was particularly rainy. Yeah, I totally went out into in the middle of a, 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 a thunderstorm, dressed as Neo, ready, waiting for Agent Smith to fight. And I was really sad I was the and only nerd on the block. Up. 
Uh, he was. Uh, I was sad Keanu in the rain. <laughs> you know, fun group cosplay to do is just multiple Agent Smiths. Yes. Just show up to the com with all of your friends. Yes, all of them. Everyone dressed as with like Agent Smith masks. You know. Commit. Shave your head. Oh, <laughs> only half of it. Only, only half, half of it. Only just you know, proceeded a little bit. Like, yeah, I have a full buzz cut. But if I can get another group, knowing me and my history with cosplay, you know, I'd show up and I'll have shaved my head into a receding hairline everybody, actually everybody I, else will have will walk in and it'll be like oh we we're still dressing up i i didn't I, think we were gonna and i'll just be a, a lone agent <laughs> actually i don't know like um i can kind of see you like doing the like the mma fighting braiding that oh, braid it back and then just do just rock a punk cyberpunk costume and just say you're from the matrix yeah, like, no, that'd be but fun. The whole actually. point is everybody being Agent Smith. Oh, it took the whole point. That's the, yeah. You know what? We'll just have to make a con for that. It's, Smith it's, con. If I ever have Smith con twenty twenty. Smith con. You're only allowed to. That's what my dad told me. Is like when I got into anime, he was like, "Oh, you kids are so lucky. When I was your age, all we had were Speed Racer and Voltron. If there were conventions back then, it would just be Speed Racer and Voltron." I like I literally I think he literally told me a lie or something that he went to one and everybody was speed racer. Nah. So I always had this image in my head of a con full of speed racers. Full of just speed racers well, to because be fair, no anime existed back. To be fair though, that would still be a Wachowski convention. <laughs> you really? know. Cuz well, no, they, they did the reboot. Yeah, they that did. was them? Yes, that was totally them. Oh. Yeah. I had collectively taken that out of my mind <laughs> blanked that out perf like permanently men and blacked myself i actually do need to check out speed racer because my because my mom introduced it to me growing up and uh plus like i hear it's not as bad as it as it all is plus they uh, picked the perfect place to per uh, pick the perfect actor to play um uh pa which is john goodman like that's the pot spot on casting for uh for speed racer's dad um uh, so i i should check that out because i hear it's not bad and plus i still really should check out the rest of the wachowskis even jupiter ascending i just if, if i see an anime remake in the west and the main actor is a white teenager i'm checked out yeah <laughs> i'm checked out i'm bored it's all dragon ball evolutions to me oh don't well, you I, dare and that's what it all feels like Mm-mm. Mm-mm. nope no, no. Although it's it, it, ironically, it's going to get very Dragon Ball at the end. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not talking about Dragon Ball. The action, actual Dragon Ball looks great. I'm yes. talking about that movie. Yeah, but we don't that. talk. We don't talk about that. Shush, shush. shush. <laughs> Agents, come and take her out. Take her out. Take her out. <laughs> okay. okay. So I think it's about time we start the movie. So folks, back. If you guys have the movie back at home. Uh, pop it in where if you got it on Blu-ray, DVD, digital, VHS even. I don't care. Was it released on VHS? I don't know. It's the late 90s, maybe. No, this is 2003. Well, the first one was late 90s. Yeah, was true. But, who, but I don't know. I, well, I mean, Return of the King came out in 2003, and that had a VHS release. So maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Let us know in the comments. I love learning these stupid facts. But enough about stupid facts. Let's get to the movie because we are about to play in three, two. One click, and now it's time for stupid opinions. Oh, it's it's gonna be so many, and there's the Warner Brothers logo, yet again with the quasi and uh, pre Inception blasts that uh, we uh, that we have to Boah. hear. Yep, blah. 
although it's it's a distinctly more um it, it's 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 more of a blop well it's it's all well it also has like those weird like met metallical like strings going on when especially when the second logo shows up and of course just like uh, we have to have the rain for the title and there it is the matrix revolutions yes and then here okay so this is the part where um last time where i thought we were gonna see like an overview of uh, Mega City, but we didn't. It was actually supposed to be in this one, so my bad. Uh, um, but uh, oh, fractals! Yeah, not quite. Um, Th those are fractals. Yeah, well, that's true. That's a Mandelbrot. But yeah, then then we see like what Mega City kind of looks like from uh, way overhead, and it's mm -hmm. apparently this giant, uh, giant bowl shape. Which, oh my God, it just dawned on me. It's a reference to the Chicago Bulls. No. no, it totally is because the Wachowskis are huge Chicago Bull fans <laughs> from Chicago. Oh wow, I didn't see that oh, <laughs> for man. the longest time. You know, if I were doing it, I'd do that whole Koi Anaskazi. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm -mm. It's like three hours long of just panning environmental shots, but I love it. Um, <laughs> where they do the overview of the city with their dramatic music, and they cut to the overview of the microchip, and they look the oh snap i would have pulled that snap <clears throat> so now we're right back where we left off from the last one uh neo is in some weird sort of coma and i guess bane is there not nolan bane not oh he was born in the doctor he's agent smith he's 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 a really good smith impressionist <laughs> <laughs> which is i kid i shit you not that's literally how he got the, the job the reason that that character existed is some guy just walked onto set and was like mr anderson and they're like the holy like, shit yes wait wait a minute what if we could put smith in the real world <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> but um, yeah. So now they're now they're just trying to figure out uh, where the hell Matrix is or Neo's conscience is, and apparently, he might be in the Matrix. He might not be because I think it was uh, yeah. It's like right here where she's like these these are these neural patterns that I see here are exactly the same kind of neural patterns I see when someone's jacked in. But when we check the matrix, he's not there. Where is he? He's in the cloud. He not quite. He's in that. Well, I mean, you're gonna see in a moment. He's yeah. in the train station, right? Ah. Um. But uh, you know, there's there's a real like on the nose little joke in there that, to be fair, like in like, at this day and age, it's like oh for real. But at the time, like I didn't notice that until for until years down the line. Um, but we'll get there when we when we get Wait, there. What little on the nose? Are we not there? Jesus H Christ! Uh, no, is that on the nose? Nope. Uh, they're just like reacting because the uh, the machines are gonna be inside the city in like twenty hours, which oh. means everyone's got to move like a purpose. Since the first attack uh, for uh, for them to uh, stop the machines before they even get there totally failed, um, they gotta uh, head back and regroup in order to do their second line of defense. And then Seraph, hell yeah. Love this guy. And now here we are with Neo. And he's in the weird train station. Yeah, this is one of the scenes that I remember that you can't, like, leave. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I mean, do you know why the whole reason why? Because the Lost Woods from Legend of Zelda. Mobile Avenue. Oh, yeah? 
mobile is uh, an anagram for limbo. Oh. Yeah. See, I get it. See, like, nowadays when you see it, you're like, oh, my God, that's so on the nose. But to be fair, like, I didn't notice this till like, 10 years after the fact. You yeah. Know? Like, so, internet. Maybe you I, just have to be, like, old enough to be like, ah. Uh, or maybe everybody else ripped it off and did something else different with it. Probably. Like, probably. Um, but either way. Anagrams got popular after I Am Lord Voldemort happened. Oh, my God. Fucking right. everybody did that. Right. Jesus. I think even I succumbed to that weeb moment myself. Uh, it's not, you're not a weeaboo if you're copying Harry Potter. You're a teaboo. Sure. Whatever. Th- whatever the term <laughs> is. I succumb to it. I admit. I, if you think that BBC shows are good and you don't know that Chaz exists, you might be a teaboo. <laughs> Oh, yes, we have uh, um, Mary Alice replacing Gloria Foster as the Oracle. God, that was it really sucks that she had to go. Because yeah. as much as I like Mary Alice in this one, and, and also in We've Enter the Matrix We've got to know game, and love our computer mom. Yeah, and plus, like, uh, sh- as, uh, again, like I'm, this is not a knock against Mary Alice at all. Um, but uh, Gloria Foster, the original, she had, like, that motherly aspect that the, the kind of like hip grandma that would kind of you know slip you a five if yeah. you were like it when your parents weren't looking and be like go get some ice cream like marion has the wisdom but not that same yes warmth. she has the she has the same she hasn't even offered anybody a cookie uh no no candy even no. <laughs> although she i think she does later on mm-hmm. no 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 actually i take that back um <laughs> she offers candy in uh, the Enter the Matrix footage. Ah. Yeah. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm, I don't look really the same, but she's like, but I still love candy. Oh. So, like, yeah, there's, it's in there, but I feel like, yeah, you're right. Uh, she's far more world-weary. But, to be fair, that kind of fits in with the tone of the movie, because, like, this is the end of yeah. all things. So, it makes sense. Like, I'll, I'll buy that. And you know? Neo's on a different path them before that yes in the last two movies they revealed that neo actually does have this kind of destiny that he goes on where the one is freeze people and then they get killed in scion and and he's decided to defy that programming yeah which is really cool and that's what i get and that's why all that you know over the top you know wagnerian kind of score and Mm -hmm. epicness in the third act that's why they earned it the movie knows it's earned it. Unfortunately, it just didn't quite communicate as well as it should have to the audience that this is truly something like for humanity and for all things and really is a- as epic as they're making it sound. But I can understand why things kind of got lost in translation, especially with the architect oh, in the last God. one. I want, um, if anybody out there is a creative type, I want little throw pillows. Uh, in the style of Live, Laugh, Love, yes. that say Ergo Vis-a-Vis, <laughs> yes. I yes. think that they would perfectly complement my room full of one swivel chair and 1,000 TVs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and finally... Just what... me and these throw pillows turning around and being like, I've been expecting you, Neo. <laughs> Sit and down, and have and some tea. Of course, above the doorway, you're going to have to have that uh, Latin phrase, know thyself, plaque. Know thyself. Yeah. I actually found on Etsy you can find some of those. I really, really want one. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. in a Matrix room. To- oh, totally. Like, well, I, I love just having like a whole bunch of weird cacophony of nerd stuff on my 
my wall and my decor, <laughs> but that's just me. So, um, but now here we have Neo meeting these uh, the programs here, um, and believe it or not, we actually saw this guy in Reloaded, literally for a blink and a miss, blink and you'll miss it moment. But he was the president at the Merovingian's uh, restaurant. Oh. Yeah, like like as soon as they walked up to talk to him. Um, he was walking away. What if evils don't go to that restaurant when he slips laxatives in the soup? I don't want to know. I really don't want to know. <laughs> it's like the only restaurant. Mm-hmm. But it's really we. I don't know. The, like this character is just really odd. Like uh, I know programs a lot of the time look human and walk among us and like that. But um, I don't know. Like. I, well, you know what? I guess like th it is really interesting because you know it's playing into the whole idea of like sentient programs. Yeah, because these are this is a nice, lovely little family here. They're not like the Merovingian or Agent Smith or any of these. Oh, we look like you, but we're actually nasty. Yeah, they, or they we're like, superior. Yeah, they they are very lovely people, and so that this is well, kinda... the wife is reserved, yeah. granted, but she's like she's seen the ugly side of humans, and I'm pretty sure. Like, she has, like, a bit of the machine city within her. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, humanity cannot be trusted. But You're they're human. not, like, outwardly... No. ...sus, you know? They're no. not, like, trying to pretend to be nice and then... It, it does kind of raise the question. It's like, oh, I don't... I don't want to delete you guys. No, no. I mean, the, the father and Satie here, I mean, they're really nice people. It's plus, like, right here, they're, like, a program speaking of love. That's... Also, it brings up a really interesting concept. Like, what, I mean, what does that make love for a program, you know? Yeah, in, in the end, if you say, oh, programs don't have feelings because they just do what they're told to do and they follow along to fate, it's like, okay, well, we might be fated to follow our own destiny. Or, oh, or they're just binary code. It's like, well, we're just G's and A's and T's and C's. Yes, very true. So... We, we may have four lanes of code. They, they just have two. Yeah. That's really the only difference. Yeah. Oh, shit. The Train Man. I love this character. Train Man. Yes. Um, I've seen this actor so in several other things. I think the one most people recognize was uh, he was one of the uh, diplomats on Utapau in epi Star Wars Episode Three. Like, mm -hmm. he's the dude who's like, tenth oh, Tasty Wheat! <laughs> tasty Wheat! <laughs> yes, Yay! nuclear energy, which, you know, it's like advertising that sort of thing like because all the humans are energy ha ha <laughs> we are all very amused we are all tasty we <laughs> drink your power <laughs> oh well that's coming up like in just like two seconds they not not only do they have an ad for tasty wheat they and have the power power aids coming up right here yeah. like right right there yep oh, there it gosh. is um and you know what's even they showed this ad in the theater before it played yeah. With one of the agents just sitting there, like... In, like, an interrogation room. You know, telling you, like, your body creates 20,000 gigawatts of energy. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and to replenish your electrolytes, you must drink Powerade. Yes. We've got quotas. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but, yeah, also, you know what's... Uh, I actually really love this shot coming up for... Yeah! <laughs> That's straight out of a comic book. I love it. Um... But you can also find Powerade machines in uh, uh, the Enter the Matrix video game. <laughs> like, and plus, what's even crazier is like you know you can activate them sort of GTA style, and if you press it, like a little Powerade falls out. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, which is really fun. Uh, I really need. Uh, I really need to figure. Like, my PlayStation Two is kind of 
Uh, at least like the uh, the AV cables kind of busted at the moment, but oh, I want to get yeah. a new one so I can pop those in and play it again. I've got AV cables in my house. Oh sweet! I've got a drawer. Well, I've I, got one of those drawers. Well, it just has to be one that's compatible with the PS2 because like that's the only thing that's holding me back. I think I do. I think I lost my PS2, but I think I have my cable. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, dude, let's. We should like just casually do it. With our powers combined, we will be a a gamer from 2005. Oh my god! Actually, in Enter the Matrix, you get to play as either Niobe or Ghost. Uh, I'll play Ghost. You play Niobe. Oh, it's two player. No, it's not two player, but it's a single player. But they uh, have different arcs. Yes. Different stories. Yes. Different arcs. Different stories. So this is a Let's Play channel now. Um. That might be on our own time, but either way, I think that would it be might a be lot a bonus. of bonus. It that, might be an extra. Honestly, that would that you know, no, I, tell maybe. me if you want to see me struggle to do basic things. We on a we we might maybe maybe I'll like uh, make it as like our its own little entity and just post it on on the page later. Oh yeah, that'd be fun because honestly, it's been so many years since I've done uh, Enter the Matrix. Uh, and plus, we're both fans. Oh, we're clearly yeah. both and fans. Even I, I had never seen the Animatrix before this. I'd never heard of the games. And so now researching stuff more. Because I had just done like these three movies and a couple online parodies of it. And, yeah. But, but this was this was like pre-YouTube having videos that yeah. explained things to you. I'm going to have to figure out how to do all that stream stuff. Because I've never done any like Let's Play stuff. Because I'm not much of a gamer. But... We'll figure it out because oh, that'll, that'll be. I'm a filthy casual. <laughs> I have a life, so <laughs> yeah, I can't same. play video games for more than like four hours at a time. I do really I'm love like... this line coming up. He's like, "Down here, I make the rules. Down here, I make the threats." And he just whacks him. <laughs> and then down here, I'm God. Love it, man. Oh, he is so fucking creepy. I'm actually kind of surprised that. Uh, this, it might because because I if I remember correctly I've read up a little bit on this actor I forget his name mm-hmm. off the top of my head it it really hurts like I know I've seen him in a whole bunch of other stuff but I think uh, because of his uh, like weird physique he's got like uh, joint issues oh, and whatnot yeah. but I would love to see him in a, in a John Wick movie Ooh. like either because like I don't know because I don't want to because I know you haven't seen it yet but and I don't want to spoil too I'm much. I'm thinking but... of him doing action on it now. I'm thinking about Mad Dog. Well, no. See the From... thing. Well, see the thing is. In... Oh wait, hang on. I love this. This this is great. <laughs> this is an accurate depiction of me <laughs> trying to navigate any given subway system. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, in John Wick, there's like uh, there's in like uh, the underground assassin world. There's a homeless network in New York. Oh. So I'm like, dude, this guy just make him the train man and do like put him in John Wick. Hell yeah, man! Oh shit, it is not a Wachowski film without, or at least not a Matrix film without like a, a leather clad, leather like uh, leather fetish rave kind of thing. Kind oh of, you yeah, know? it's just not complete. So I really hope they have that for the fourth one whenever it comes out. Oh, just open it with a rave, or just, wherever, man. Just like let's make it the best rave ever. Like, let's try to top the uh, the the Zion orgy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I just love make it. the rave like the whole like Boom. three hours of yeah. just an orgy. Rave. <laughs> make it Tron That's... for adults. <laughs> you just went to like because I, yes. I saw Tron. I went there for Daft Punk. Yeah, I went to a matinee and I danced like with my friends. <laughs> like, I do love that little thing that when Seraph just like Justice Coat and you hear the drums. I really love the uh, the the drum kind of beat with uh, Sarah's theme. But seriously, just oh. make a three and a half hour long techno playlist. Have people like destroy another cave. 
and, and yeah, why don't we just throw we'll our just own throw at that point let's just throw no, one because i want point. the movie to play the rape oh i see <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a, a four-dimensional experience you yourself will enter the matrix yes i love this sequence <laughs> dude yes and i love the music like this is when they go like i think they've done some techno action beats but this is the point i think where they go true techno and it's and it's when the 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 beat drops when they start firing their guns again it says like wait for it you hear it and drop the beat yes yes bitch ah oh, so good like and plus i really love like how with the merovingian you know reality tends to get a little warped I so, love the upside down, walking yes, on walls. Type fucking stuff. love it, dude. Like this is, and you can tell they're really trying to do some callbacks to the lobby shooting spree with oh, like the yeah. pillars and everything, double wielding. You know, squibs going off, dust flying in the air. Yes, and of course this move by Trinity, which she did in lobby shooting spree, takes oh, him yeah. out. Boom, love that. And then uh, we got this guy right here. <laughs> Is that chainmail or something? Yeah, that's absolutely chainmail. Sweet. Oh man, oh, these outfits Back look crazy. Leather. And I love the squibs that go off with them. Like that. Damn, that's some good <gasps> stuff right there. Why don't people dress like this? <laughs> uh, they do. You just have to go to the right place. I know some people. <laughs> yeah, but I know that everybody <laughs> would dress like this if they ha didn't have shame. <laughs> telling them not to wear a gimp mask. Scorpion kick. <laughs> Fucking love it. Yes. And then there's this moment. Carrie Ann was actually so fucking nervous about the, per, kicking that guy into the wall. Oh. Her eyes are closed. Like, she, it's good. she was like, oh, my God, thank God I'm wearing sunglasses because my eyes were closed because I was so worried that I was going to hurt the guy. He, he was fine. Oh, yeah. And then, of course. Yes, yes. absolutely. A rave again. Fuck, yeah, man. Kid mask. Oh, Jesus. Nipple twisting. Oh, right yeah. There. They have high heels and oh, the man. full, like. Full on leather body suits and the face hugging. <laughs> Inner, like, it, like, uh, you got uh, all these guys. Look at that guy in the behind Seraph, like, right there. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. he's just fully leather bound. Like, Bring we got that one gym. pink guy. <laughs> yes. You gotta love it, man. And then, of course, if you didn't. Okay, so they, if you notice. Oh, and they're tied from the ceiling? Yes. Love it. Um, oh, and there, there's the Merovingian himself. So. Mm. Um, if you wouldn't believe that this man's supposed to be the devil, you look how he's dressed and everything. But if you noticed on the elevator when they, you know, hit Is the it button. Six? No, uh, it said uh, they hit the help button, but mm -hmm. the P was kind of scratched off to give it like that otherworldly look. And it's hell. It's they're going. They're literally oh. going down to hell. Which, yeah, like I said, this is. I think this early stuff is where it gets really like on the nose. But whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's I it. oh it's, no 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 it gets worse. Like he literally says, like you've gone through hell to get here. Yeah, I think they even did AGL. What the yeah. hell, dude? So even the subtitles, if you watch this with fuck. subtitles, will explain the fucking joke to fuck, you. Fuck, dude. In case you didn't notice it, we're gonna spell it different oh. in the subtitles. Oh god. So this place is canonically called hell. If wow, this is really. And I want another. I can't believe I almost didn't drink. <laughs> I know, right? Even I'm here like, oh, Jesus. Now I really regret. wish I had some whiskey with my Coke. Oh, my God. Uh, well, at least we got Monica Bellucci's. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least there's that. And we have some, you Monica know. Monica Bellucci dipped in latex. It's the only thing that's distracting <laughs> me from my pain right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, you that's know. the sort of like dom it's like you're like yes merovingian i've come here to feel pain because i feel pleasure from pain are you gonna whip me <laughs> are you gonna like pinch me it's like no i'm gonna tell you terrible puns <laughs> and just and like you're gonna beg me to stop and it's just like oh kill me now already like yeah. come on you yeah. got you guys got all these like weird leather guys with guns just Put a if bullet I kill in my head you already. now, there'll be hell to pay. Uh, my club is sick, sick, sick. Uh, you just groan until you eventually start to enjoy it. <laughs> till like, they go from like truly like dad awful um, gr- uh, pun groans to orgasms. Oh yeah, <laughs> like pun sadism, pun related sadism. <laughs> You know that's got to be a thing somewhere. It, it is in, in the Merovingian. <laughs> And of course, oh, and you know what's even um, even crazier on the nose? His tie is actually in what they call a Merovingian knot. I'm going to kill myself. I know. I he's, hate this. He's just, he's just here. Like, I mean, to be fair. It's, it's, they put thought into every detail, but it's in like <laughs> the most straightforward way. <laughs> Or and I mean, they probably were like, hey, Prop Master, we're thinking about giving him one of three olives. <laughs> this one is from Finland. This one is from Hell Iceland. Get the Icelandic one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do, it, maybe it's just because all these guys are like sadomasochists. <laughs> it kind of makes sense that they're in a club like this. Yes. Like, so I guess it adds up. And besides, let's face it, our heroes are not happy to be here at all. Least of all Trinity, who's just like, give me back my man already, yeah. you stupid punning master. <laughs> Although I should say, you hate of... puns. Seraph is named after a, after a font, like is... it's Undertale or something. Oh. Like... <laughs> and Morpheus is god of the dreams. Yeah, yeah, that's always. Well, that's that's always been so. Tell me more random background details that they put a look. They're hal- halos around their head, by the way. Fuck. Did you notice that? Fuck. Fuck this. Trinity, the save us. Raving. Save us, Trinity, please. Thank you. Just beat the beat ass. All of you. Oh, boy. And this is a nice scene to watch because they get to kick ass and everyone they're beating up likes it. Yeah, that's very true. Probably. Pr- probably. I mean, look. well, look at what these people are wearing, you I know? Mean. Yeah. Oh, I do love that shot. Really, another really great Frank Miller moment. And I also love how they go back to the above shot like right there. So you just see. So just that you're lined up to see where the chaos is before you jump back in. Yep, love it. That's actually really good. Although to be fair, um, I feel like uh, both because Ser- I think only Seraph and uh, um, Morpheus only have one gun apiece. Look I feel at like that guy should... behind Trinity too has horns. Oh my god, he does. Look. Wait for it. Yep. Oh my god, yep, he totally horns. does. <laughs> Although I do really love how the way she cocks the gun just like right right before he's like, you're really ready to die. And she just believe it, bitch. <laughs> and uh, last bit, like uh, she calls him Merv. <laughs> What's it going to be, Merv? Merv? Like, dude. That really grinds his gears. Yes. Yes. Quite literally so because <laughs> he's a machine. Yes. And speaking of machines, Neo is trying to medit- apparently trying to meditate himself out. But all I can see is, like, premonitions of the machine city. Of course, we'll get to that towards the end of the movie. And right on cue, it's Trinity to the rescue. It's nice to see that Trinity saves him. 
Oh, and actually, I think that was the train man there driving too. Train man. I guess he. I guess. Uh, he just they, switched sides. Well, no, I'm pretty sure he's still acting under orders, but he's like, yeah, Merovingian's like, you know what? This horseshit. This. All this bullshit isn't worth it. You can have your fucking savior already. I don't give a shit. <laughs> World's coming to an end, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, a lot of these programs, I feel like, don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's very it's true. They're very chaotic neutral. Yeah. Except for Smith. Well, uh, well, the agents it's are his like... his own moral code of smithiness. Uh, well, I think uh, Smith has gone from lawful uh, lawful evil to chaotic neutral at th this point. I feel like he's lawful, but his own law. In a weird In way. In a weird way, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like this weird... Like he, he doesn't follow the machine's orders anymore, but yeah, I feel like he's... Still operating with his own code yeah. in a weird way. Smith so follows his own smithy rules. I guess you could say he's like uh, lawful evil now. Or, yeah. Or no, 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 not lawful evil, uh, neutral evil. Neutral evil? Yes. Yeah. Because um, when he was uh, still a part of the system, at least he was upholding it. He's uh, He was just like slightly more towards uh, neutral evil than, say, the other agents. Yeah. And that's why he's... Uh, turned into this weird virus but yeah you're right he's not completely chaotic neutral because if he was i don't know if he would just like destroy everything he'd just destroy everything well i mean that's what he is doing yeah with the virus, so <laughs> point is like he's no he's evolved from no, he's no longer really lawful neutral that's pretty much just the agents th this time although interesting thing oh wait no she does love candy okay so i was wrong so that wasn't just that in was the end the... of the main it wasn't just from the end of the Matrix. It was for, uh, in this scene, um, but yeah, I do really love how they're recounting uh, his first time there. As, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, the, 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 these these interactions I always really love. Right. It. Um, she always kind of. She's everyone's mom. She's Neo's mom. She is mom, grandma, and Yoda all rolled into one. Mm -hmm. Um, although to be fair, like now he's just like, dude, why didn't you tell me about all the, the ones before me and all this stuff and how the prophecy was a lie and how the hell I was able to stop three sentinels without even thinking about it? Cause we what didn't the know hell? there'd be sequels when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, but he, well, he, he did have a conversation about, uh, about this sort of stuff in, uh, reloaded. So she knew, at least knew at that point. Um, because it wasn't time for you to know. That's although that is bringing it home. I do like how they re, uh, reference that. Did, uh, what now? It's like not a Deus Ex Machina, but uh, what is the fancy film world word for big excuses? Um, I believe that's just laziness. <laughs> yeah, that might be lazy in and of itself, but. Because it care. wasn't time for you Because <laughs> I didn't fucking feel like it, Neo. Because <laughs> I haven't had my cigarette yet. Maybe it's because, like, um, uh, she's mentioning, like, the, 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 the war is going to end, in, like, uh, within, like, 20 hours around the time when uh, the machines breach the city and whatnot. So I guess they have to wait until then for some reason. I don't know. But, uh... <clears throat> But uh, he, uh, this is, I think, the point where she's like, look, you defied the order that the machines have set up for eons. 
And now, even I really don't know where the hell this is going to go. Yeah. So, um, good luck, Neo. Like, because the whole thing is, like, in addition to you, like, diverting from your own destiny, there's someone else who's been doing that, which is Smith. Yeah. You know? And it actually might be... Have you That's... heard, like, the Smith is the one, like, theories Oh, I, I have, I've, I've only, like, come across, like, little snippets of it, but please. No, I don't know that much of it. Oh, but really? It's like, okay. Uh, if, if, I've heard, like, if you look at the things that define them, he does kind of all the same things that Neo does. Which In a weird way, he does. Usurping the machine and defining its destiny and all <laughs> that, and I've seen people lay out more details to that. That's um, but... interesting, because I always felt like the connection between the two of them was when Neo leaped into him and seemingly destroyed him at the end of the first movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like, and he even mentions it, like something might have got, of you might have been imprinted or copied onto me. But regardless, like we are both now outside of our own systems. And like Smith is the virus. He is the one who wants to destroy literally everything, not just the Matrix, but like even the machines and humanity, everything in the real world as well. Yeah. And if he can, probably even, you know, wherever his interplanetary desires goes, who knows? Yeah. Um, he's just like the ultimate virus, whereas Neo is here to fulfill uh, the prophecy that the Oracle made, even though it was a lie, which is to end the machine war. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, so it's he literally. He just needs to like get the craggle cap right it yeah he's and then he'll be the one i mean yeah they're they're kind of they're, he's already like your opposite he's your opposite you're negative are they talking <clears throat> about yin yang stuff still? sort of but in a way it really is kind of a christ antichrist showdown you know oh yeah which actually sounds a lot cooler than it has any right to be you know oh like yeah he, just because uh, I know there's like I, I don't know if there's an actual form of the Antichrist in the Bible or anything, but it, wouldn't it be just kind of cool to see like a? I feel like that's something that's gotten like one of the random things that got thrown out during Revelations, like not Rev whatever the end of the world one is. Revelations, Revelations. yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch of random stuff that gets oh my thrown God. out in can there, you... and people are like trying to connect things. Can to you signs. imagine if this was the Matrix Revelations? That would actually be a good name for the fourth one. Ah, uh, yeah, I was just thinking that. Matrix. I was just thinking that. That'd be cool. One of my favorite <laughs> apocalypse theories, it's this Russian guy who came up with it, and I love it, um, was, you know, they said, like, you will all be marked with, uh, you know, 666. Yeah, the, the number, number of the beast. beast. Uh, his idea was, I think, like, in the 80s or something, is now that everybody has not only their social security numbers, but their credit card, login info, stuff like that, Somewhere in one of those codes, statistically, eventually, if we keep cyberizing everything, 666 will creep into all of our codes. Huh. And by when everybody is marked with 666, either in their credit card number or, you know, in the translated binary code of whatever we're doing online, then the devil will have us all. Damn. So give me your credit card number <laughs> and come live in my cave oh, in shit. Russia. Oh shit! And it's the government coming. will pay for us to live. <laughs> so we brilliant. We, that's not bad. That's not bad. Well, that, I think that's how Skynet takes over the world. But that's a different, <laughs> different franchise, though. Different franchise. <laughs> um, but although we did, I'm uh, talking about cult leaders. Yes. Yes. In the real world. <laughs> but um, no, I just forgot about that one scene where uh, she's baking cookies with Sati. I actually do. That's like one of the few moments where uh, Mary Alice gets to project that warmth. Mm -hmm. But again, 
she still brings that world weariness that Gloria Foster didn't quite have. And it's such a serious movie. She doesn't get to say, like, oh, Neo, everything's going to be okay because it's the prophecy. She's no, this the is... new girl and she has to deliver all the somber lines. Yeah, she's so the one. So she it... doesn't get the chance to be all lovable. Well, she. she to... as, as much. As much as at least. Because it's still there. I don't want to knock her performance at all. Because it's literally just an, it's another act, actor's interpretation for it, mm-hmm. and hers is great. But um, there's but the, the probably the real star actor of the movie, like the best actor of the movie, <laughs> he's coming. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude! I, every okay, so every time he walks through those that door. His glasses just seem super more aggressive and intimidating than how I, I always remember. I wonder if they've gotten more angled than. Uh, no, actually, like upon per, per like I uh, just watched that scene alone. Uh, oh, it's I the ex- don't like him talking to kids. It's the exact same glasses that he used because the glasses that he wore as an agent and the one where he's a virus are two different ones, but this is the exact same kind of glasses he wore in Re- Reloaded. I love that line. Once you get to know oh. me. Oh, oh no! Oh, that's... I already did not like him <laughs> talking to the baby. Oh no! Go away! God, Go Strang- do a monologue to Stranger Neo. Danger. <laughs> oh, she's about to give him. He's about to give another monologue to oh. the Oracle. About to finally break in. Like there's no defense, and she just like she knows it. I'm just gonna smoke up, and because it's the end. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, his glasses always look super, super aggressive the first time you see him in the movie again. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy, because I know those are the same glasses. Oh, but, yeah. But, yeah, either way, and then, of course... I, they are custom. Oh. Yes, they are. I really want a pair, um, eventually. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, but I've been looking around for Matrix sunglasses recently, since we've been doing <laughs> these episodes. Um, but, apparently, there's lots of copies of Morpheus's around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. I really love this. You son of a bitch! <laughs> like that's, uh, I think that's the point where he goes a little bit towards chaotic new or chaotic new or chaotic uh, evil. Just like fuck the cookies. Because <laughs> really, what? Across the table. Uh, right? Not cool. And then, oh, dude, that that creeped me out because you like that Smith Sati. Yeah. Like he assimilated. <laughs> or, oh. Like that's mean and evil oh and i've also isn't that weird that he calls him her mom she's everyone's mom well in the matrix totally bad child to be fair throwing your mom's cookies against the wall yeah dick um but to be fair in in the matrix the oracle is everybody's mom yeah yeah and of course when uh smith assimilates her obviously that's kind of a big deal because now he has the eyes of the oracle Oh wait, does he get her powers? Yeah, he gets to for, he foresees everything, like everything. Not just the knowledge she, she already has foreseen. But... Yeah, but she he now has the eyes of the Oracle, which is what you know the Merovingian wanted, and now we have the greatest moment of Hugo Weaving's career. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god! He's having so much fun. He's gonna be in my fucking nightmares tonight. <laughs> oh my I God. love that. That laugh is amazing. Uh. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I I honestly can't think of any other like over the top 
mustache twirling, you know, sort of big time villain in a major villain movie. Laugh, like I can't young... think of anyone else that does it that well. And honestly, I feel like that's one of the few points where the Wachowskis are like, hey guys, remember, this is just a stupid thing for your entertainment. It's cool. Oh, yeah. You know? Because <laughs> I know the Wachowskis do that it's every once in a while. It's interesting to have a villain that has reasons behind him and is interesting and has complex motivations, but is also purely, purely evil. Yeah. Like, not just like, I'm the evil MacGuffin stealer coming to steal the MacGuffins to destroy your planet for no reason. Or I want ultimate power. And... Or on the other side, I'm just a misunderstood wooby who, who really, uh, I'm actually more attractive and, and cool and sympathetic than the heroes. And I hope all the teenage girls put me on their Tumblr blogs. Like, <sighs> uh... Sadly, that's only a few years away from this. Yeah. <laughs> Something right in the middle. If you can you can have an interesting villain motivation, but still make them evil as fuck. Super fucking evil yeah. and fun. Evil villains don't have to be unreasonable villains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But, um, okay, so... just be crazy. Now, and actually, that's I think that's going to be, like, one of the last scenes in The Matrix for pretty much most of the movie actually if i if i remember yeah if i remember correctly like i think we're not actually technically going back to the matrix until we go um to to the yeah because well i mean that does kind of make sense because like dude he just took over the the oracle yeah like really what else can you do at that point like hell that's probably one of the only reasons why most people go into the matrix in the first place like you know they're always like we should go to the oracle she'll know what to do yeah now it's just to talk to other programs ex- like exactly what do the Oracle say what do the merovingians say and plus when the uh, the machine army is this close to breaching them you kind of want to focus on that it's thing time to unplug, guys. you know oh yeah totally yeah so um but now you can't go back into the matrix or agent smith will just cyber bully you back out yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he's the world's greatest cyber, cyber bully i love it oh my god <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, right now. Okay, That's so. That's why Melania started the campaign. Really... <laughs> Agent but... Smith is a serious issue in America. <laughs> but oh my god, I totally forgot. So, this is uh, the point where uh, the, they've. So, at the end of the last one, they were rescued by the hammer, uh, mm-hmm. which I actually hear that the that ship is, isn't actually called the hammer. It's called Mjolnir. Oh. Named after Thor's hammer. They were just like. Uh, I think all the actors are like, okay, how the hell do we how do you pronounce, pronounce it? it? How do you pronounce this shit? saying it differently. Fuck it, we're just gonna call it the hammer. <laughs> so, like, it's canonically called Mjolnir, but everybody, yes. everybody nicknamed it the hammer. Yes, you know. Um, so like now the Nebuchadnezzar crew is with the hammer crew, but now they're here to pick up the team from the Logos, which is from the the end of the Matrix games. The hammer crew sounds like a breakdancing squad. Oh, actually, you know what's really cool is like all the crew members of the Hammer uh, are named after guns. Like there's oh. Col- there's Colt, there's Mauser, there's Maggie, which is short for Magnum. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's all cool. Um, and then there's uh, what was it? What was his name? Uh, I think no, it wasn't Commander. No, it wasn't Locke. Locke is the Commander Zion. But um, but yeah, they they all have like gun names, which hey. is really cool. <clears throat> but Niobe. In the end, here Niobe's like talking to. It was like I had one final conversation in the Oracle. What'd she tell you? Exactly what I needed to hear. You hear that conversation at the end of the Matrix. Oh, what is it? Um, she, he's, she's, uh, if I remember correctly, because it's been a while. Like I uh, watched the uh, the footage uh, from the just the footage from End of the Matrix like 
five days ago, but if I remember correctly, she it was to the point where you like, um, you're it, you got to walk your own destiny sort of thing. I I really uh, wish I can't remember. Okay. It was it, it was much better worded and much less cliche than what I'm making it out to be. Yeah, but it was still it was still a, a genuinely no twist to it. Like, yeah. You you know what it's gonna be. Yeah, which is which is totally acceptable. Yeah. Um, but when you play as ghost, it breaks my heart what you you have to hear. He's like. Um, she says like I uh, something akin to like, I there's um I really hope that the uh there are gonna be more people leading the way, like you when this is all when this is all over. Aww. Yeah, ghost. Oh, uh, ghost deserves love so much. Yes, he does. And I really, again, I really want to see the uh, the end of the Matrix footage interwoven into this. But that's your super cut that you got. Well, do. T- I actually rewatched the footage just to see if I could do it. A lot of the action, like some of the main key story points, happens in gameplay. In game, uh... so it's like you wait. You're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? So it doesn't quite work as well. But um, either way. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I forgot this uh, woman here was um. Uh, that's uh, uh, Gina Torres. Yeah. She is one of my favorite characters. She's uh, uh Zoe from Firefly. Oh yeah. And. And at the time, that's where I recognize. Yes, but also at the time, she was uh, Mrs. Lawrence Fishburne. (gasps) Oh, yeah, dude, it's it's crazy, man. Oh, they're split up now. At least that's from what I remember. It's just cute to work with your wife, Josh. Totally, (laughs) totally. But um, and then of course Nona Gay is back as Z, just making shells. Making shells. Because yeah, because she's like, look. There's volunteers for the dock, and uh, if Link's gonna be there when they they all they bring all the ships in, I kind of want to be there, which is like that's a stupid idea. <laughs> in all retrospect, that is a stupid idea. But also, to be fair, a lot of people do stupid things out of love. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and of course, kid. Oh, kid. Love this guy. You wouldn't fall down if you were on your skateboard. <laughs> oh, skateboardy boy. He was like big on his skateboard. I know, one, that's because he? it's late nineties, early two thousands. Man. Yeah. And what's edgier than being a skateboarder <laughs> at that time? So he's good with a skateboard, not good with a wheelbarrow. Yeah, but did Avril Lavigne write songs about wheelbarrows? Mm, guess not. Wheelbarrow boy, was that a song? No. 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 Nobody it- wanted the wheelbarrow boy. <laughs> Well, usually because Wheelbarrow Boy would probably... Actually, it's not so much Wheelbarrow Boy. It's Wheelbarrow (laughs) Man. No, Wheelbarrow Man. And it's usually the bartender who's coding Wheelbarrow Man around. (laughs) Just with like a couple glasses in there. (laughs) Or a couple couple empty bottles in there. (laughs) Oh, this guy passed out in the wheelbarrow? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And then we also had that really wonderful little interaction with Captain Mifune. Um. I kind of wish that that was Arlie Ermiet, but at the same time, I'm really glad that they're reaching out to like all these actors of color. That guy's actually from New Zealand. Oh so, yeah. Like well, uh, I love diverse casts in sci-fi because it it just always exemplifies that all these people who have unplugged and rejected the system are from different countries, different walks of life. Yep. It just makes sense in science fiction when you've got like a small group of human remainder. That yeah, human survivors on a planetary scale that they represent the whole world. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! This was always. I remember this shot was in the trailer. Yeah. Like th- something's wrong with the Matrix. Oh, no. Uh, with like the 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 massive storm system that's going on, which 
that I remember seeing that at, in the trailer, and I'm like, oh shit, the Matrix is fucked. This is gonna be a show, and it was. It really was. <laughs> Some areas not so much, but in most areas, I still really enjoy this. Um, but now, yeah, now they're gonna redo like the uh, the first plan. Um, they want to punch a EMP just so they can get uh, the logos through and get everyone back to Zion. But instead, Niobe's going to do something really crazy, which is apparently, I think they call it a mechanical line. And apparently it's like super, super, super duper narrow. So um, it's like vents. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like vents. Um, and they're like, no one can pilot mechanical. And she's like, bullshit, Niobe. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment because, damn, Jada Pickett Smith, like, you can tell she, that woman worked out for this. Like, I don't oh, care wow. if she's just sitting in, like, basically the uh, the set equivalent of a Disney ride. You can tell, Megan, she is, like, working her ass off on that one. It's fun. It's really fun. Oh, and right. you get to pilot N- Niobe in the real world in the video game. It's, re- it's really fun. I know it keeps talking about the video game, but it's kind of impossible. Not to when well, you when you have that information. That's something. To... Well, it's not just that, but the Wachowskis talked about doing these th- these uh, the continuation of the story in multiple mediums at the same time. Like they did, they did literally did Reloaded, Revolutions, Enter the Matrix, and the Animatrix all in two thousand three. Oh like, yeah, to so... have all this lore on the side, which is what we're doing now in cinematic universes. You've yeah. got. TV shows that connect yep. to series and stuff like and that. You got and re- comics that go re- that connect to it, and, and all these. All of it's canon, and all of it's. And yeah, and it's all connected and uh, that sort of thing. If the now, Matrix was made twenty years later. Say they kicked off in twenty thirteen. Yeah. On this kind of wave that we're doing right now. That's true. Although people to be fa- would have grasped like onto that like multimedia thing. To be fair, I I think uh, what they were doing, yeah, it's a lot like what Disney's doing with Marvel, but. The only difference is they just kind of did it literally all at once, which is bold. I applaud them for shoving that much down our throats in just one year and us kind of liking it. (laughs) I know some people didn't, but again. You're just there deep-throating the Matrix. (laughs) I walked right into that one, didn't I? I Um, But no, dude, like... It it was crazy, an idea to do that all at once. Like, because... I mean, they were kind of doing that with the Lord of the Rings, but they still had the hindsight. Like, maybe we should release these really long films of three, like, a year, at once every year, and not just, like, you know, part one is, you know, in January, part two is the summer, and part three is in December, you know? Like, otherwise, that would have been a mess. Yeah. Also, the, they probably would have, like, just eaten all of the Academy Awards oh, at that point. Yeah. Or they wouldn't have gotten wouldn't as have much. Been fair. Well, to be fair, they got, like, Return of the King got, like, all of them. Did Joe Morgenstein needed time for his toe to heal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's, like, oh, actually, you should know, there's some crossover. Hugo Weaving was uh, also yeah, in there, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man. Do you ever play that game where you try to find, um, it's six degrees of separation between any two actors? Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. He, his Smith is showing. Oh. Okay, that's another thing. For the life of me, I remember I, I couldn't place him where I, re- I recognized that actress oh. until like two days ago. She is the lead in the Babadook. <gasps> oh, yeah, the mom. Yes. What? Yeah, dude. Like I'm like, where have I seen you before? Oh. And then I looked at I looked her up and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, right on. 
And apparently this is like one of her first films. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is... Looks completely different. Well, dude, it's the haircut. The short hair yeah, the and ha- then a little bit of a makeup where I feel like she's wearing no makeup in Babadook. Or... Yeah. No, she's well, wearing... She's wearing like stage makeup, but it's, she's meant to look like kind of a worn out mother. Oh, yeah. It's meant to look like she's not wearing makeup. Yes. But I mean, she's on film. Yes. Very true. So, yeah. So, now here's the point where the script really could have been doctored a little bit because um, this whole thing where um, Trinity is choosing to go with uh, um, Neo to to the Machine City and, you know, save the world and everything. Um, you know, do you hear the cat? I hear the cat crying yeah, on we the hear outside the of the door. Studio cats wants in. But, no, um, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, the... Uh, Morpheus was probably the one who should have died in the last one, you know. If they were, especially if they're gonna do what they want to do for the fourth movie. Yeah. But, um. Well. But yeah. Also because yeah, we've already seen Neo and Trinity die. I've talked about this. It's about you can't kill a character twice and make me care the second time. Mm-hmm. Although, the way you cry wolf syndrome. It's it, I already mourned for you. I'm over it. Now here's the question though. Um. Obviously, all three of our main characters would have to die in order for this to really work. But where would you place each death? Neo, I wouldn't change a thing. Trinity, I wouldn't change a thing. But at the end, or no, uh, the, with Trinity, she needs to die like right at the Machine City, because you know from there Neo needs to go on his own because that's the path of the one and the whole Jesus martyr thing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of Reloaded, I think that should have been Morpheus who died. I was saying that too, like instead of the. And hell. Even if you wanted to keep Morpheus alive for this third because one. Because you have that, our mentor died, we're on our own arc. Yeah. And then Trinity can be like the big lover's goodbye yeah. death yeah. arc at the end. So if I were to kill them all, I, I think I'd agree with that order. Yeah. I mean, we could have had a moment like this in the last one. Yeah. Um, but instead we don't, which... And there <sighs> could have been like the emotional tension of uh, we're going into this final battle and our leader isn't there yeah i mean i think they were uh, trying to avert that because they're like oh you're just doing that as a repeat from the first movie like no because oh, morpheus got captured well no or... yeah well actually no it would have worked better actually like the first one no for because uh, no for the uh reloaded because yeah uh, you know neo rescues morpheus in the first one now morpheus has to rescue neo at the cost of his own life oh yeah yeah see then that would have come full circle mm-hmm and then, and then it would have felt like just multiple kicks in the balls if the machines were invading, we lose Morpheus, we lose the Oracle, we just keep losing and losing and losing. Yeah. That would have sucked. That, oh, that would have worked. Oh. That would have worked, you know? And hell, you know what? Even if you really, really wanted Morpheus alive at the end of the, this one, yeah. fine. Just do the same thing that he does with Trinity, you know, where he restarts his heart. Then we don't have to see Trinity die twice. You know? Yeah. Then, uh, see... I'm getting uh, tired of people being brought back to life, though. I honestly, like... I mean, once to show the power of the one is cool, but then, like, after that, I don't... I know the death's not permanent as long as Neo's around, because he can reverse death now. Yeah. No. Well, well, maybe at least in the Matrix. In the Matrix. Or who knows? If you die in real life, you die in real life. (laughs) Or it could be cool if somebody died in real life and Neo was able to restart their heart. And then it was like, whoa, how far did your power go? That would be interesting. That would be trippy. Yeah, dude. But yeah, it should have been Morpheus at the end of Reloaded. Trinity's arc here is perfect, though. Like, just in this movie. And and Reloaded, it it was a little misplaced, but whatever. Although I do really... It just felt repetitive at Reloaded. Yeah. 
God, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian Bliss as as Bane, Smith Bane. Uh, yeah, dude, Jesus, he's he's scary. <laughs> but yeah, they finally they at this rate they finally figured out like he's the one who sabotaged like the first attack and killed them all and well. He ain't here, which means there's only one place he could be, the Logos. So now it's like, do we go back or do we go forward? And they're like, uh, Neo's the one. He'll be fine, right? Yeah, he's Neo. Yeah. And plus, it, and plus, even if they do, um, and Morpheus rightfully pointed out, if they do go back, if they are killed, he's got access to another EMP, and that just makes them one less ship. So... Not a good idea. Neo can handle himself. Besides, we're going to get this awesome showdown. Because it's not enough to kill Smith in the Matrix. He has to kill him in real life and in the Matrix. In the real world. And this Smith is his own thing now. Yeah. Because he's not plugged into anything. Nope. They don't have wireless sync on the agents. You know, that is an interesting thing. I, you're probably right. He's, uh, he is, he, like, he has been infected with the Smith program virus. <laughs> but... Because he's not plugged into the Matrix, he's his own little, like, weird entity. Because, um, as we both know, like, when he's in the Matrix, it's like a hive mind thing. Yeah. But, that is, oh, I wonder if he's they... He's not synchronized. He's not I guess he has to jack back in in order to resynchronize to, with like, the rest of them. his... His, so his, his Smith's software. program software, yeah. Do you accept Oracle updates? <laughs> you can see the future, too, now. <laughs> Of course, there is something. You that... will have to restart your computer, though. Nope. <laughs> I'll just buy a new one. Now, this is something that always kind of bugged me. Like, Neo's like, "Who the hell are you?" I'm like, "Dude, come on, for real. Listen to this guy. How do you not know?" <laughs> I think of nothing but you. I don't know who you are. Oh my God! Can we put like an '80s synth music over those mo those monologues? <laughs> like, yes. Edit it to be like a. Like a shitty romantic moment or something. Some, I think of you all the time. Have some like a ha, have like a you know like soft a soft filter. Well, I'm thinking like a a way to make the blood make it uh, tie that into the theme of passion or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just th picturing like roses you, coming out of his cuts or something. You should do with all the monologues that he has about Neo. Because you should be able to, like, have you seen, like, they've edited, like, Silence of the Lambs as a romantic yes. comedy? Yes, yes. You should, you should edit Matrix as a romantic drama. <laughs> Between well, one program and one man program. I don't know, dude. Like, I feel like Just a lot a of people. No, I think a lot of people are going to be gunning after Neo. You got Morpheus, you got Trinity, you got oh, Smith. Oh, so like... there's, a, like, a love quadrangle Well, here. to be fair, like, it's all centered towards Keanu Reeves. I mean, Just like I the mean, real internet. Walks into the room. And... <laughs> what else did I see? I, I saw oh my Star God. Trek edited, like, Brokeback Mountain. Like, I thought that one was really good. Oh, I do. Uh, that just made me realize. So Smith is basically the Matrix now. Like he's taken he complete is, control, yeah. which means he's now like thinks nothing else of Neo. So the Matrix is now the Internet. <laughs> completely obsessed with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> At least Reddit. 
Yeah, or at least Reddit. At least taken over Reddit. <laughs> but we knew that. Well, that's basically the internet still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. Tumblr is Smith's deep, dark, complicated thoughts about. So uh, I guess Neo doesn't have his kung fu powers in, in no, the real world. No, he just has man face punching powers. This will be oh. like Jesus. Or he blinds him. Like shit, dude. Strobes, I really love the they add to the scene. Oh yeah. Oh damn. Shit. <laughs> God, Ian Bliss is just chewing the fucking scenery. He's got blood on his teeth. He <laughs> loves it. Pathetic. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he got blinded too. Yeah. You know that guy I showed you. You know Kakyo in the anime <laughs> boy who look like Neo? He gets blinded, too. He does, he doesn't does. he? He does. Wow. Because he's Neo. Yep. Because he is the one. The one. Because Neo is an anagram for the one. As if it wasn't very obvious. But I really do love this I'm moment. I'm just where... waiting with a lead pipe. Whoop! <laughs> Swing and a miss! <laughs> oh, he's I can see you. still. But that's a cool effect. Oh. Like, now, because, like, he has, like, the he can see the code rain in the Matrix, but now he's activated real-world powers, and he sees his true form. Ooh. Bam. Oh, God, that's... That's a great way to do a really <laughs> gory effect without having to do all those expensive yeah. special effects. You just... Yeah. And then just computer generate it and then build one still corpse model. Yep, pretty much. I like it. I do like it a lot. But yeah, this is the point where he gets his real world vision where uh, everything looks like it's made of golden light, which is pretty trippy, I'm not going to lie. That yeah. seeing his, seeing the seeing the world through his eyes is kind of like those uh uh those um those intelligence memes. Or they get cosmically. Oh gosh! Genius brain. <laughs> He's got genius brain, like uh, galaxy like brain. Galaxy brain filters on his eyes now. <laughs> oh yeah. So, yeah, if I remember correctly, this is that was like the last time we get to see Neo and Trinity for like the next forty-five minutes to an hour. Oh, and so they disappear. We're just gonna ignore our main characters for a bit. Yep, we're just literally Learn gonna about everybody else. Yep, they're they're just gonna disappear right out of this movie because that's a big uh, complaint that a lot of people had. But to be fair, like they've been building up to it's it's weird pacing. It's weird. I think it kind of results in some ways from them wanting to do more with these minor characters and then not doing more with these minor characters. Where I'd be there's a way to do it. There is definitely a way to do it, and I think the way they wanted to do it, yeah, would have been the way to do it, but. I feel like we didn't get to spend enough time with these people who aren't kind of our main trinity, yeah. no pun intended, um, that we really, really care about all these people. Like, I don't know this guy's name. Uh, I remember only because I friggin' love those APU units. Like, yeah. I actually remember making a Lego version. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Fun times. Did you buy it that way? No, I, 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 no I, I just built one. Myself, yes. I'm a huge fan of Legos. I love Legos. Back when people were creative with them. Yes. Nowadays, people buy like a fifty dollar set for like one Hogwarts train and then nah. follow instructions. Nah. It's lame. I I like make, designing my own stuff. Yeah. Um, but I really do love this moment where he's like, "We're gonna give them hell before we do." 
good shit right there. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's Captain Mafuni. Oh, I, yeah. No, I just clicked to me. But, but I, we didn't spend a lot of time with, very with true. them to the point where having this whole story be centered around them. Yeah. I feel like if I knew them more intimately, that it didn't take me three minutes to remember Captain Mifune's name. It's, it's crazy. And he's not even a, uh, in the Enter the Matrix um, game at all, at all t- oh, either, yeah. which is weird. Like, you get more scenes with Commander Locke, but he's weirdly ignored in this. It's they're, The Wachowskis, I feel like, bit off a little bit more than they can chew yeah. with all of this. But, again, in all fairness... They still came out with something pretty cool. Oh yeah, I. But you, but you do have to to get invested in a lot of these these people to rewatch the film or yeah. go see the extras and be like, oh, this is their lives and there is a lot of content. Yes. Super interesting about these people and yes. their backstories, but it's not all crammed into the movie in the right pacing where mm-hmm. you remember it all and you you got that syndrome where you you go into work and you learn everyone's name and the yeah. next day you're like ah oh, shit that was that was probably the biggest uh, counter argument which i totally sympathize with yeah. because they we re- were consciously uh, releasing these out to um, uh, on multimedia effects for the average moviegoer who hasn't seen the other stuff it would make no sense and that's a disadvantage your you know? multimedia stuff should be supplementary yeah um oh usually shit when you do it oh shit oh shit they're boned. Not good. Because even with, like, some of these, like, Marvel stuff. Yeah. My complaint is, I don't know what fucking order to watch these in. Like, and do I have to watch all these if I really am not enjoying this one series? Or maybe I'm not a gamer, and so the if I was watching The Matrix, yeah, the games might be frustrating to me. Am I losing out vital information? Or yeah. do I need to watch the first movie and then play this game and then watch the Animatrix and then watch this movie and... You should be able to watch all the movies and play all the games yeah. and do it in any kind yeah. of media-wise order as long yeah. as you're playing those things in the right it's, order. It's an experiment that yeah. is still ongoing and it's still we still have – I feel like we still have yet to crack the that really good code for it. But then again, do we really need that sort of thing? Do we like, really can need we just have a dive into lore? Can we just have a movie that begins and then ends and then we have to imagine – stuff afterwards yeah. <laughs> like remember those days no nowadays <laughs> we go on twitter and tell you which characters have erectile dysfunction <laughs> oh shit oh i do love this shot right here where the one sentinels with the swarms did you know that that harry potter has erectile dysfunction no well he does i it's a huge problem in him and jenny's marriage <sighs> i don't care <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just gonna focus on the seven books and the eight movies, and that's it. Don't need all the other stuff. But um, yeah, here it is the the big drill moment. Uh, yep, the, the big the big uh, drill is about to. Pun- you know oh, whose yes. big drill can't puncture anything? Harry <laughs> Potter. Son of a bitch! I'm trying to escape from that, folks. I really am. <laughs> you sound like Ginny. <laughs> Shut up. And we got a breach. Mm. Although now, what's really cool is like uh, I do know that they built a uh, a full like a miniature drill, Ooh. and they crashed it in there. Like a lot of this shit is miniatures. Oh wow! Like um, a lot of it, or like so that's probably a real five foot tall. No, they're a lot bigger actually. Like Le- maybe well, maybe not that big, but I do know that the 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 central crane thing that was thing was like a. T- 20 25 foot tall model oh wow yeah 
um like you know some of these shots that are obviously cg and they use the uh the cg to render the uh, the background models but either way i'm just glad that they used as many real elements as possible yeah. to supplement the visual effects because i think he, they keep the cg to the stuff that's from the future yeah which you also kind of works in its favor. flying around, that works in CG. Oh, shit. Because I don't have any real-world comparison to drag me into that uncanny valley. Dude. I'm really sad out of, like, all the stuff we've seen in the video games. Like, there's even a post-2003 uh, Matrix game, which is basically the Neo game. Yeah. I would love to see an arcade game for this. Oh, like arcade <laughs> style? Arcade style with the Sh APUs, you know? Just set it up like Space Invaders with yes. the graphics? Yes, yes. That would be cool. Just dual wielding these giant mecha machine guns at mm -hmm. the the hordes of the machine army. This would be cool. And of course, we also have the infantry like sneaking around and launch, launching their bazookas uh, at the uh, the digger because that's the main threat. But uh, I do love how they all work in like teams because, <clears throat> uh, of course, like we we were, we're eventually going to see Z and. Um, uh, what's her face? I can never remember. The girl with the short hair. Yeah. Really butch girl. Her. Yeah. Her, her basically her, her, her they, lesbian BFF. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, speaking of the devil, here they are. Yay. Yeah. Also, if I remember correctly, she's from New Zealand too. Oh, nice. But that shouldn't surprise me too much because a lot of this was shot in Sydney. So they're like Australian actors, New Zealand actors, because I know Hugo Weaving is uh, Australian. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. uh you hear him in real life, and you're like, "Oh shit, he has an Australian accent." <laughs> Usually, I'm used to hearing. I'm used to hearing him like like Agent Smith. Either Agent Smith or uh, um, oh fucking, what's his name from Lord of the Rings? Uh, uh, Arwen's Ar dad. Yeah, Arwen's dad. Uh, fuck, what is his name? His name is Arwen. No, no, like I, I'm a huge. I I, I love Tolkien, but this is like and Tolkien I'm drawing a blank. has a lot to remember. Don't kick uh, yourself. There, all right, that's fair. <clears throat> but they managed to take out one of the the uh, the uh, legs, and they're gonna try to take out one more on as that stress point. But uh, yeah, these these sequences, dude, <laughs> this makes me want to strap myself in and uh, start shooting shooting the crap out of those squid those squid machines. Seriously, Aww. this would be an awesome awesome would be arcade an awesome game. like ride when you strap yourself in. Dude. Fuck yeah, like the uh, like the, men, the Buzz Lightyear or the or Men something? in Black ride. Yes. Yeah, dude. Only this time it's dual wielding and it's not just like the one thing on a pod. No, you're freaking strapped in. Man. Oh yeah. That'd be fun. Put you in and a like VR a, room instead of having to put it on a whole thing. So you a can mini have game more. would be having to like reload and protect protect the reload guys. Oh. That'd be fun, you could man. Do a two player that way. Yeah, dude. Somebody in the back. We gotta have a. We gotta, Somebody who didn't want to play the game is like, I'll be reloader. Someone needs. Yeah, dude. Someone <laughs> needs. Or no, you just protect them. Oh like, yeah. But it'd be really like that. You have to protect them as an NPC, but. Mm -hmm. Dude, this would oh, be no, really no, cool. Oh, no, no. Never put an element in a game where you have to protect somebody. That's the worst. Oh, really? Nobody likes escort missions. Nobody likes protection missions. Actually, have to be... Have you ever played a game where it's like, your goal is to stop them from hitting the giant thing that won't defend itself? Have you ever enjoyed a level like that? Good. You know what? <laughs> that's actually a good point, because that's also one of the worst things about uh, Nintendo Superman. Oh, yeah. So that's one, but... Escort mission. You should Holy only ever have to protect someone if you're playing multiplayer. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God! They're like those fish. Yes, they they actually they uh, I know they they probably like looked at photos and of uh, uh, schools of fish. Yeah, but yeah, 
Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. I think before in one of the movies we saw just one of them and it was scary. Yeah. Now we uh, got like that sort of thing, that hand of God coming at them. Like oh Jesus. God. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um although how's the how's the CG on the Sentinels holding up to your eyes? Because honestly, like they look they kinda look a bad. Shiny. They look kinda like, bad to me. They don't have that same it's hard with metal to get both the grit and the reflectiveness. So well, I'm also talking look... about like the the swarms. How do they look? Yeah, they, they they look like the texture looks just a little of fake to me, and I, I it's that that shininess, that too clean CG mm-hmm. is coming up to me. That like it feels like uh, they were one one step short of like rendering it full. Um, Probably because when you have that many elements, yeah, it's rendering true. is hard. So if you've got just one machine going out there. Yeah. But if you've got like 2,000 discrete parts, you've got to cut corners somewhere. And the digger is down. But But I also think that they move fast enough that you don't really get your eyes settling quite in that uncanny valley. But if you look at it, it's not that good. Yeah. They keep them moving. So it's hard to it's harder to spot. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I think they knew what their problem was is is by doing 20,000 of these guys you can't render all those textures. Yeah. And they had to render a lot. Yeah. A lot of this shit. But yeah, to me it looks like just, you know, one who's done a little bit of visual effects. Um yeah, this feels like it, it, if they had a um a little bit more powerful computers and a little bit more time to render their stuff, this would have looked really really good for its time, but for its time, because again, I really try to stress that this is 2003, folks. Yeah. This is uh, we, uh, so I'm really willing to give a lot of leeway because I know if you, you know, show this to a visual effects artist now and be like, "This is what I just made today." By a Hollywood standard, this is not really good. Yeah, this is really unfinished. But it, uh, for these days, I'll buy it. I th- I think they did some smart things to cover it. Yeah. I think the speed covers it. Yes, the speed is... I think is... we are rarely seeing the machines interact with humans when also it's this the, chaos sequence. Also, the strobe of the lights and how the... Strobe of the lights. Like, because, as you can see, they, they, there's so much, like, uh, um, But fake explosions. against fake looks way better than fake against real. So, they're when they're interacting with humans, I think they're doing it one-on-one with a little more rendering. And yeah. When they're attacking the outside of the ship... Mm-hmm. And obviously, you can tell that's actually a really good shot, because mm-hmm. that I've always felt like they nailed the lighting in that one. But um, when they do like close-ups of individual sentinels, you can always tell they're a lot better rendered than, say, the ones in the background. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And that's because, like, if if you're just watching a movie one time, that is what you're going to notice. Yeah, and to be fair, that's I'm still. I'm mad. I don't know more about these characters. I... I like them. Yeah. Although I do really love the stunt that they have to pull to do this. Like, they're right above the thing. And so they have to do something really stupid. Oh, gosh. <laughs> just lean right over the edge. Yep. Oh. Just. Uh, <laughs> God. I mean, you graded, you know, they're like, that actress is basically looking down at like two feet. Yeah. But shit, you just feel the weight of that. And unfortunately, those fucking sentinels just they don't know when to quit. Now. Yep. Now you got to run. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, Those pincers, man. Not tentacles. 
I'm not into protruding fabric no. things. It's no. not my scene. No, not good. <laughs> oh, get out, get out, get out. And no, 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 no. Oh, shit. No. Oh. No, I liked her. I didn't remember her dying. <laughs> Ugh. Damn. That's okay. Even the Wachowskis kill their game. <laughs> Damn it. No, not entirely, because Z's still good. Like, Z, oh. Z I know, is, uh, does make it. But, yeah. um, and remember, it's okay, because she has Link. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. But still, R.I.P. person whose name Kara, you forget. Yeah, Tara, sure. Sure. We're watching that. the subtitles. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, I love this. Like, no one can pilot mechanical. Boom, cut right to Niobe, just like, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> And poor Morpheus here is just trying to keep up. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> just like... I... I love watching Morpheus get, like, flustered and be like, oh, God, what are we doing? Oh, just like a... You can make Morpheus feel like a scared... Come on, keep up! I'm trying! <laughs> it's like, don't think you know. Know no. you know. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing! <laughs> just, you Babe, cut, where are we going? You cut to Zen Morpheus from the training sequence from the first one, and then you cut to this, like, Come on, keep up! I'm trying! <laughs> oh shit, now they're... now. So now the machines know that the hammer's coming, and now they want to jam the gate. So we got a whole bunch of shit going on. Holy shit. <laughs> I do like your theory that they changed the name just because the actors kept pronouncing it differently. Probably. Who knows? <laughs> but uh but yeah now they're like oh shit we've got reinforcements we have an emp that could take out all the sentinels but that would wipe out all of our stuff uh, but we've, it doesn't we're, we've already lost yeah fuck Yolo. it fuck it we're, we're screw it i really do love the this little this the blood on the one guy oh yeah yeah love it I know that's like, I don't know why that always well, makes it's really a... when he turns his head it's such a reveal mm -hmm. even though it's tiny it's aesthetically pleasing for, oh, yeah. to me. And they for... do all these tiny little details in the, these films. Yeah. But... Even though some of them. Oh, this this is probably crazy little... on the nose. Damn, these cat cats are sweating buckets. Oh man. <laughs> this is probably one of my favorite moments with Niobe though, where uh, they pull the drop and they go full power, boom, and then they have to just... spiral all the way back up. And then uh, what was it? Uh... Oh yeah, Captain Roland. He's the, the the ship's captain. He has this really great line coming up. Just like, damn, you can drive. <laughs> Good shit. So, uh, so have we lost yet? Um, yeah. Kinda. Kinda. Like. You see. We're <laughs> oh shit. Oh Jesus. Oh. That's some nasty ass stuff right there. I do not like their little gabby hands. No, they, and you know those guys don't just like stab you and like pull, they'll rip you apart and pull your limbs off and shit like that. You remember? Remember that yeah. one guy in the it looks second? Like they're literally doing it to that guy right now. Yeah. Remember that one guy in the second Renaissance who was still t uh, traps trapped inside his mecha machine? Oh, and they pull him out by his torso and his arms and legs just get ripped off. Uh, yeah, or yeah, it's like his a two second scene. His but... arms and legs are still inside. They're strapped down, Shit, so his torso dude. just gets ripped off. Oh, fuck, dude. Buffoonie. Just, like, give up already. But I can't be too mad at them for doing that when, like, they, like, rip the skin off the girl. Like, they rip her clothes yeah. off. Yeah. And you're, like, an android. Uh, as the, uh, the uh, what was it, the instructor, the narrator of the movie, she says, may there be mercy on man and machine for their sins. Yeah. They Let's be honest. The, both the machines and the humans have been total dicks to each other. Oh, yeah. 
Although we still were the... We, 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 were, started, we started We it. started it, really. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Just like pretty much all dystopian future fiction, it has a pretty, yeah. pretty well, low standard. that one robot who killed in self-defense, that was like the catalyst. It we was. We did way worse stuff when they were like, we're yeah. going to form our own little society. And, uh-oh, we're making better you, computers and we're making more money than you. And it's like, well, I guess we have to kill them you, you're, because they're making more money than us. You're talking, that was what it was. And that's what pissed me off. Yeah. Is that it wasn't even, oh, the machines are out to kill us. It's like our sanctions aren't working and people want to buy zero one computers. Also, and you're like, Fuck. they literally presented a, a proposition for a stable, peaceful relation and you just fucking kill them and chuck them out and destroy, and just like do a nuclear bombardment, like, dude. Humans dude. were like, there. It's like, dude. no, we want more. Nope. Well, you got it. Yeah. Because now you guys are facing, ex- yeah, now you guys are facing extinction with this. But, um, so you remember when uh, the kid was struggling with the wheelbarrow? Yeah. There wasn't a whole bunch of shit on the ground, was there? But now there is. And he just got through fine. <sighs> I guess... I, 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 I guess he's paying attention. I, I guess he's put his game face on. Uh, maybe that's just his character arc, to get the wheelbarrow working. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it was all about. It's not about this whole deep uh, self-obstantiation and taking control of your destiny. No, he just needs to learn to use the fucking wheelbarrow. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, because as you can see, Mifune gets cut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Right. Well, he ain't, uh, he ain't dead quite yet because you know in all these these movies we got to have one last monologue before they die because oh, yeah. they had one scene together. So therefore, we need to close this story arc because it's <laughs> so central to the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, granted, like I admit, as much as I love these movies, there are some stuff that I just can't fucking defend <laughs> at all, <laughs> and this is just one of them. Especially because they're just too fucking operatic. Yeah. Sometimes. Also, um, I know it's not meant to be, but his Adam's apple was always the draw to my attention for some reason in this scene, (laughs) despite and not the massive face cuts. I was looking at his face special effects, but now I can't look away from his bobbing apples. Whatever. Oh. R.I.P. Mufuni. R.I.P. Mufuni. <laughs> R.I.P. Mufuni's Adam's apple. Yeah. De- he gone. Oh, that. Wow. I can't believe this just dawned on me. That he's named Adam's a- apple. No, he's a- no, he's named after, you know, Akira Kurosawa's leading man, Hashiro <gasps> Mufuni. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I shouldn't know this. I'm a I'm a big film nut, so I shouldn't. Whatever. You should but, know your Kurosawa. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I really should, considering those movies are huge inspiration for these. Yeah. You know, not just these, but also at pretty much everything else from, like, A Bug's Life to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But um, he's rusty. <laughs> talk about <laughs> You go, kid. You got this. I it's fine. I want my robot to have a skateboard. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how he... That, that's No, that's how he gets to the gate. He um, makes a makeshift skateboard for an APU out of, like, the down machine parts just so he can get there on time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's like, okay, so I got past those five Sentinels. Don't need to worry about the 200,000 behind me. They're fine. 
this is fine. If you don't look at them, they can't hurt you. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, isn't that how it worked that's uh, the last time? That's how movie magic it works. Well, that, no, that's how he survived the last attack. Like, those things swarm the entire uh, APU me mecha. Oh, but yeah. he got completely uncut. He just, you know, he just hid. It's like, if I, can't, if I don't just, look like, at him. Does, blanket technology <laughs> work on them? Like, if you put your blankets over your head, do the machines, like, not get you? <laughs> no. I guess he like, has Like, if you're, you know, scared after watching this movie tonight and you think machines are getting in your room, <laughs> you just pull those little covers over your heads, kids. Oh, I guess it doesn't work on this one because that one sentinel knows something's wrong. And not the uh, thousands of others that have, like, a hive mind are going for him. Because, really, if they know that a ship's coming and that there's one more APU trying to get the gate open so they can get in, you would think the entire army would just swarm him, you know? Instead of just this one. mind has a bad range. Maybe if they're not in their little swarm. I don't know. And uh... then, uh, I can't defend this line. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, I believe that Neo is going to save all of us. I believe. The light at the end of the tunnel. Freed me from the Matrix, and I believe. I do really love this Jesus moment right here where. Christ sailed to America. <laughs> New single by Lana Del Rey. No. <laughs> Book of Mormon. Oh, is it? Oh shit. Mormon. oh, shit. Oh, shit. Lana Del Rey covers of Jesus Christ sailed to me. Dude. That's some dope shit right there. That's a model. Ooh. That was, they actually rigged up, and I know this because I'm a huge fan of Adam Savage, and he was one of the dudes who worked on it. But oh, they, for real? Yeah. Adam Savage was working on the Matrix? Yeah, dude. He was. I he worked. He worked on the models for the, the gate, mm -hmm. the gate crash, and they also, he also did the model for uh, the, uh, the, the, um, the crane tower. Oh. Yeah, dude. Um, he also did like some work on the Sentinels and everything. So, yeah, he was a big, big part of it, man. Like you Amazing. watch, watch him on there. He's like one of the uh, the prop make or he's one of the model makers. And, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I do remember that they built the the gate to be like, oh god, it's like the size of a garage door. And oh they had, wow. And they had uh, a mock up of the hammer, the ship that the hovercraft. On its side, going literally down a track at 60 miles an hour as they were opening it with ex tons of pyrotechnics and explosions. Oh, that's wild. Now, granted, they enhanced a little bit of it, like, you know, added some extra explosions and some laser lightning sparks coming from the hovercraft. But, yeah, a lot of that was in camera, dude. It's awesome. That's cool. So, uh, for everyone who says, oh, those effects are so stupid, like, shut the hell up. <laughs> like... These people you worked a long do that time. Shit in 2003. You could, but it's it's still fun, you know. <laughs> um, I think this was around the time that they were uh, coining the term not miniatures but bigatures. Bigatures. They were doing that with the Lord of the Rings because the uh, miniatures that they were building were so freaking huge. Oh yeah, you're talking about Helm's Deep and uh, you know Orthanc and Minas Tirith and all these uh, like crazy, crazy huge models like. Uh, it, it, they were like 20, 30 feet high. I know Minas Tirith is actually too tall to build in their giant studio. Like it, they were in a studio that I think it they was were, like. Were 30... they out on the hills of New Zealand? No, they that, no, they no, they were. No, they built like the full scale model of Minas Tirith inside a studio with a ceiling of like 30 feet, and even that was not uh, 
not sufficient enough to house the entire model. So they had to shoot it in pieces. Oh, shoot it in pieces. Because I was like, where did they move it to? No, they, they just, I've, I don't know where they'd done it. I'm pretty sure. Because Peter Jackson is really, really um, protective of the original props. Like, mm-hmm. he keeps them all in, like, a, probably a bigger archive that probably even rivals the Lucasfilm archives. So it's just like the end of Indiana Jones. There's just a warehouse just full of Peter Jackson stuff. Maybe, because I guess he just doesn't want those props to, you know, be released to anyone that he doesn't uh, want them to have. Like, Mm -hmm. I know he's released a a very, very small handful of props, like Gandalf's staff and um, Gimli's axe, or one of them anyway. Yeah. So, but majority of them still belong to Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah. But the cost of storage has got to be, like, insane at a certain point. I don't think so. He has his own studio at this point. He's got a back lot. Oh, shit. Bees. (laughs) At a certain point, when you're hoarding, like, a 50-foot castle. Maybe. Are you going to use that again, Peter Jackson? Uh, Does that bring you joy? Hold it in your hand. No, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I'll have to look into it. I could be totally wrong. Because... It was at least the last time I checked, um, but there's bound to be more stuff out there because uh, I do know that uh, Weta Digital just Everybody's has like a crazy. Everybody's gotta amount. do the fucking one-liners. Like, oh, with the moves, I believe. Well, to be well, that one, I I can go with. I can go with because c- well, but I mean, now I'm cynical. That's all literally time. like all he can do is like he's like okay, so all our military equipment is now useless. Because of the EMP that was fired. Yeah. So the only thing that we can hope to do is just try to kind of seal off the tunnels. Yeah. And that's about it. Now we have to just wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they have, like, all of, like, maybe two hours before the uh, um, the machines finally get into the city and just kill everybody. So this is kind of a dire moment. Yeah. And the only hope that, you know, perceptively that they have is, of course, Neo. Um because he's got this vision and this impulse to go to the Machine City. Um, which, if I'm correct, that the Machine City 01, uh, that's in... Oh, see? Now, after like, what, 45 minutes, we're back with our main heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I remember correctly, the Machine City is like pretty much where Mesopotamia used to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they covered that in the Second Renaissance. So... I was also thinking second renaissance but like the first generation of like androids yeah seemed very nice yeah but they even said like they kept building better and better ai yeah so maybe instead of humans building ai that overcame us robots built ai that overcame them so i can actually imagine like old generations of robots being like we didn't build this city to kill all the humans actually from what i've read from like the matrix like wikis there's there's wikis there's comics but from what I remember, like a lot of people interpret that's a really cool shot of the, the oh, fucking, I love that. The fucking power plant. Um, but uh, uh, if I remember correctly, like during the machine war, as the the new like cephalopods were coming out, mm-hmm. the original inhabitants of Zero One were slowly being systematically destroyed by their um, their uh, squid counterparts. Oh yeah. Like the the even the original machines were being destroyed by the machines themselves mm-hmm. like they wanted no remnants of any human sympathy ever oh man yeah dude i that would gets love crazy. a little story about like the old versus new generations of robots tell me robots about it. versus robots is always an interesting concept yeah yeah 
But the so we got to see like a really cool wide shot of both the fields and the power plant. Now this suggests something. Zion is just about straight down from where the machine city is. At yeah. least at least sort of what we can kind of geographically see. And since zero one is primarily in the Middle East, and apparently the power plant is just like a few clits away from it, we can kind of infer that all the stuff that we see in the real world, oh it's all in the Middle East. Interesting, I, isn't it? I, I, I was thinking you were going one step further. Oh, huh? and, what do you mean? Oh, talking about like fully completing um, the Jesus parallel by this could possibly be happening in the physical Holy Land. Oh my God, it totally could be. Wow! I don't know if that's too on the nose or kind of cool. Nothing is too on the nose for the Matrix. <laughs> that's very true. If it's cool, they don't care how yeah. in your face it I'll is. buy that, though. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. It definitely was supposed to be a parallel in Second Renaissance to um, the cradle of civilization and mankind yes. evolving in the Middle East, or at least civilization evolving in the Middle yep. East. And, of course, it, it kind of makes sense because... Really, you mean, as we both saw in Lawrence of Arabia, there's nothing out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is nothing in the desert. Except for sun, which is awesome for machines. Yeah, solar power. Solar power. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, there's nothing in the desert, and no man needs nothing. Love that line. Machines need nothing. And, of course, the not only has uh, Zero One kind of grown over the last hundred years, but mm -hmm. um, apparently they have, like, these giant mountain turrets forming like these self-propelling smart bombs because yeah this is this uh, part of me really loves just the style of it yeah. but the filmmaker and vfx artist in me still says this could have gone through one more render that's just me i mean i'm watching it on a little computer screen right now very so fair there, there's not too much i can say Although I really do like the... Uh, now that it's kind of moving, maybe. Yeah. It's honestly just because these movies are obviously a little bit more style over substance, kind of. Well, style over technique. Yeah, style um, over technique. Um, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and but... because I think with a lot of, of these movies is they'd rather shoot for the stars and, and fall a little bit than know their limits. Yeah. And that's honestly what makes them great. Yeah. It's they're very extra. Yeah. And when you're extra, when it falls short, it can be stupid sometimes. Mm -hmm. But if you're too afraid of being stupid sometimes, you're going to get a boring film. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Some of the VFX don't hold up, but... And if, again... If they had just tried to make them look like boring military turrets... Yeah. It wouldn't be as the, the, cool. Also, like, the, the, the squid self-detonating like self bombs. Oh, yeah. Kind of cool. I will take a giant spaceship turret. <laughs> glowing glue, blue that you lights think were mountains. that shoots yeah i will take that slightly clumsily rendered over turrets you can build like yeah oh this is really cool where it just launches itself into neo did he just absorb it i don't quite know i just that that shot always did kind of question me i feel like that was just a visual way to show he's at his breaking point did Neo just, like, exophage? Like, is Neo a white blood cell now where he can just eat things? No. Absorb things. I'm gonna know. Digest them. Well, I mean, apparently he, at least he can, That's you know, provide a shield. That's how the system works. He can, he can provide, at least, <laughs> can at least provide a shield. So there's that. This moment I thought was really cool where they go through the, uh, um, what 
what the canon so describes as like a nanite storm cloud shroud. Oh, it's like little nanobots. Yeah, it, it the cloud the clouds that the, the this is cool though, oh. the color, and Trinity, because Trinity's oh. the only one who can see. She is the first human to see the oh, the real God. sun in over six hundred years, maybe Damn. more. Right. Yeah. But I mean. That moment gets so much heavier when you know all this stuff. When you, you know? watch, uh, if if you're gonna not watch the entire uh, Animatrix, if you're if you're not up for that, uh, at least watch Second Renaissance. Yeah, I've seen a couple rips of that on YouTube. If you can't find that anywhere yeah. else, it's always better to to buy things. But I know that not everyone. Yeah. Uh, has access to that. And as you can see, uh, Zero One's gotten huge. I really love how it's like a city that's grown not built yeah yeah if because i think they uh used like a lot of uh great barrier reef references to oh, make it like a yeah. cyber nightmare of circuits instead of and like a non-planned city like you just sprawl out here and there when you need yeah it. i really love that and then of course trinity got hit but um what was i gonna say oh yeah the, so the but Apparently, the uh, the cloud that they put over the machine city and all, and all of the planet really, it's all like nanite based. Yeah. Which begs uh, it begs like the uh, um, the fan theory that uh, they were originally only going to put the nanite shroud over where the machines had conquered already, and not the entire planet, because putting it over the entire planet is kind of a stupid idea. Yeah. Cutting entirely off the sun is just like stupid for the planet, but. But I think um, zero one grows to the point where it's a good chunk of the planet. Well, like, no, I mean at a certain point at its height. It well, I think by the time they were putting it out, they uh, well, I mean they were only going to put over the the uh, the territories that they had already gotten past. But because they it because probably because things got rushed or whatever, um, the nanite crowd uh, the nanite shroud just exponentially grew to the point where it went completely out of control and consumed the entire sky. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't an idea like, oh, let's just blot out the entire planet's sun to take out our enemy. That's Trinity's a smart idea. Die here. Huh? Trinity's dying. Yeah. We're talking about nanites. But, well, I'm just like... But Trinity already died, and we haven't seen nanites before. That's very... Yeah. So, But I really always thought that was an interesting idea that it's... Uh, it and like uh, pretty much everything else on the planet except for the rock and earth itself is all artificial at this point oh, yeah. everything is artificial the the uh, the clouds in the sky and the uh, the inhabitants the, the only thing that's natural anymore on the planet is just the rock like there's not even water anymore Ooh. yeah yeah because the machines would have taken all the water for for coolant or what's yeah. little left yeah. you know because I'm pretty sure the it's oceans dried up. Fuck. Well, I'm pretty sure the oceans have already dried yeah. up. So, but we need coolant though. Uh, All the robots need water. Yeah, and humans do to, to oh, yeah, keep to us alive. Humans. Of course, they just you know liquefy our corpses and feed that back into us. Oh, I bet if you've been plugged into the Matrix, you've definitely eaten another person. No, of course you have. Absolutely. That's that's literally the the only. F Humans are the only biological life left down there, and we're basically batteries. I know. I still feel like it's more work to... Yeah. And it, but wait, if they're taking some energy out, they need to find new energy to feed us. I mean, they can obviously recycle some corpses, but you, you, 
They need another fuel. They, well, they have. Well, they they, they, they said they. Heat. Well, they also ha are powered slightly by fusion. Oh yeah. Yeah. So apparently that's. They're they're mostly keeping. Like, a... I feel like it's a really inefficient, unsustainable energy source. Oh, it's, it's keeping think... a human being alive to get. I think it's really just a, a revenge thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like you, you created us to be served. Now you will serve us forever. <laughs> I think that's really the the whole. I want the one robot who's like, guys, I've I've got a, a wind energy field over there. Just shut up, Carl. You fucking hippie. Well, to be fair, there's <laughs> probably not a whole lot of wind left. If the entire sky is blotched out by... I built a really big tower and put solar panels on <laughs> it. Because if Neo can just jump up into the sky and get above the clouds, we could build a tower. Well, he did kill the engine to the hovercraft, so... You can build a tower to the sun. It's... Well, no... Get, get, like, make just straight up Babylonian? Yes. Okay. That'd actually be kind of cool. Trinity's still dying. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you could you could probably just like you know, pinch a loaf in the time it takes for her to die <laughs> in this one, because oh my god, I look because I know this is this should be awesome if we this didn't literally see that. Yeah, sad, but I've already mourned for you in the last movie. Yeah, and now it's finally done. She's That's gone. That's what happens when you kill people and bring them back is you can't kill them. I would have cared so much more about that scene if, if it was Morpheus in the in the in reloaded yes that would have worked so much better you could even bring him back to life fine that's that's okay but you can't kill a person off twice yeah it just doesn't it doesn't it work it doesn't hit the second time and especially if you've killed people oh, off hell. like two or three times i remember when i used to watch supernatural like oh a character, my god a character finally died for good and i wasn't sad at all and then like two seasons later i'm like when Fuck are they gonna bring that. him back Fuck that. Wait, did he die? <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, he died. But I mean, did he die, though? Mm-mm-mm. No. It's even worse in the co in comic books. Oh, gosh. It's so much worse. But uh, I do really love the, uh, the interior of the machine mm -hmm. building here. This, they, they, you guys can tell, like, they were just looking at a bunch of Giger's artwork and just be oh, like. Oh, yeah, this is so Giger-esque. Geiger-esque? Yes. It's a Geiger. Giger, Geiger, tomato, Geiger. tomato. Potato, potato, I whatever. I think there's a real guy whose name is pronounced a certain way, and I feel bad. <laughs> <clears throat> but you can tell that they were just like, okay, rip off Giger, but don't make it look like Alien. Yeah. <laughs> and which I think they kind of did. I do really love the light effect right. that happens. Just the with his footsteps and how they emulate the light. But yeah, that's, that's really cool. I wonder how they act, how, how, what, or what kind of. Uh, basis they designed that off Probably of. Probably like sound waves or echolocation. I don't think so, because that, that's literally what he sees. Yeah. Um, but you could argue that, that that's part of it. Like yeah. the sound waves produce the light. Mm -hmm. So. Because it does look like it has some sort of flow to it, so if you were tracking those sorts of oh, wave damn. functions. That is Dr. Seuss's worst nightmare. Oh my gosh. It actually really reminds me of like a nightmare that I had, but you can. But for those of you listening back back home, I went in full detail on that in the Inception episode. So, go watch that, and you can he talk about one of my most terrifying nightmares I've ever had. Oh man! And then of course, if we really want to have a major pun, we are literally no. going to do no a Deus Ex Machina. No! <laughs> no! 
That's literally that what is this... for the Merovingians pun torture chamber. <laughs> no, we're bringing it to the real world. We're bringing it to the real world. <laughs> Hell is real. <sighs> uh... That swarms. Those swarms, man. Bees? <laughs> not the bees. Not the bees. Not the baby bees. Oh, it was a fucking baby face. I forgot about that. Yep. Apparently, that was uh, modeled after uh, Lana Wachowski's infant nephew at the time. Oh. Yeah, because they were like, "Well, I want to see this baby face fight the sun, <laughs> which ultimate cosmic baby face." <laughs> oh my god, that's some nightmare fuel. I love it. Fucking love it. Um, this is what the Teletubby sun looks like in a fucking bad place. <laughs> it's a nightmare version of the Teletubby sun. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Yes. Holy shit. Oh my god. Now now Teletubbies make so much more sense. And that just confirms that we're in the Matrix. Oh my god. Because only a machine can make something as terrifying in that as that. And then submit that to kids. You know? That machine's name is Simon Cowell. Why are you surprised? <laughs> oh shit! This so the machines are standing down. This is the, where it all comes together. So Neo has found the Christ-like third option away from both Destiny and himself, a, where a, he just truce says against yeah. against Smith. Yeah, which he's like, look, the Smith threatens not just you, uh, not just us humans. But he threatens not only the Matrix, but he will soon spread through the city as he has through the Matrix. I have a link with him. I feel like I can beat him. And if you if you uh, jack me into the Matrix, I get assimilated. You can send a deletion virus that will save everyone. And for that, I only asked for peace, which is actually a really cool way to write yourself you know, out of this. Oh, yeah. Neo's death. I feel like it's satisfying. Yes, totally. Which it. is so weird that he's coming back for four, you know? Yeah. I really hope it's in, like, flashback or something. Because or... I I've, I keep complaining about the undeaths in this yeah. movie. Yeah. It's, it's, I know that it's, it's the worst to be part of these movies. a more cool cerebral thing, but I think bringing people back from the dead is just, it, it makes your emotions oh, fucking here we go. numb. Here we go. Okay. Yes, bitch. Yes. Yes, the music. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, so the... this was my warehouse a couple weeks ago. No kidding. <laughs> when it flooded, I told you. <laughs> I didn't hear this. I'm in my, like, on my machine in, like, an yes. inch and a half of water. And I wish I'd seen this before. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dude, I, I love this shot. Look at that vibe. shit. Look at that oh, shit. Oh, them all just watching. Dude. Like, it's a, I think Hugo Weaving said, yeah, he, basically the rest of me is just a, a giant football crowd for this fucking awesome and they do the uh, final well, fight except for all the agent smiths act like football hooligans yes i would watch the <laughs> shit out of them well i mean they did in the left. burly brawl they did the, they even went with the uh the the bro dog pile <laughs> <laughs> i do love the shot i just want like every time he gets a punch in them to be like oi 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 <laughs> i i do love the shot composition between the two of them oh yeah just perfect like polar opposites with one another i just love seeing them getting hit by water oh yeah like, it's just so intense okay wait if you just put yourself in yes hugo weaving's yes. shoes actually i from what i remember like for the set they actually made special clothing so that water sprays off of it easier oh like they never wet it so that their clothes wouldn't get so heavy they couldn't do the well it, it sprays out like the water oh, sprays out when they get yeah. hit 
and it shows so well when they finally collide. Boom! Like, look at this shit, dude. I love the fight. I love it. The rain, the music, the choreography. Like, yes. Like, uh, dude, yes. And I also love how, because they designed the spray, the, how they spray off, you can see their trails. I love that cut where they just show it from each side. So yes. it's like they flip. And it's kind of symbolically like Neo Smith, Smith is Neo. Yes, it's all it's all connected, and now we go full DBZ. Oh. Wait, because Smith is empowered in in the beginning because he gets a little bit of Neo in him. Yes, and Neo wins in the end because when he's assimilated, he gets a little bit of Smith in him. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's all this weird, crazy mishmash. This is basically, you know, worst soulmate ever. <laughs> No, this is just, you know, basically them copulating. (laughs) 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 Boom. Oh yes. And then this is and this is the bit where they kind of go back to the uh the uh the training sequence between Morpheus and Neo. Oh this kind of dojo sort of setting. The windows the warehouse windows and the dojo windows of that. And those support beams and everything, like yeah. it all f- in the wooden floor, everything feels like that f- fun little callback. And then, of course, I love this line where he's just like, <clears throat> where wait. He, wait for it, wait he gets up. It. Can you feel it, Mr. Oh, that was quoted so much. <laughs> Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Oh, she's walking out. <laughs> well, I lost my co-host, but it's okay because I still have an awesome, you like awesome. I really love how he. Su- I really love how he sums him up right here. Just come on, and I really love how he reacts. He's just like, oh yes. <laughs> God damn, Hugo, you're having too much fun. Oh man. And yeah, dude, like. You would think that the uh, the weight would be taken away, considering we saw Neo fight literally thousands of these guys in the Burly Brawl, and now it's just reduced to just one. Yeah, but he's super smith with the power of the Oracle and a bunch of other programs he's absorbed. And... Mm-hmm. So, and plus you've got, like, the big Vodgarian music, which I just adore. I know it's super over the top, and I know it feels on the surface pretentious, but not really when you think about it and you take all the other weight that goes into it. But Matrix is pretentious, but then you realize it's good, and then you're like, "Ugh, fine. I guess you deserve this." On its own, like <laughs> yeah. on its own, though, I will always pop in this track. Oh yeah, you know, and it's then, almost more intimidating that he he only needs one of him to fight, like Neo fighting with his one hand. Yeah, that's true. Like he's having this much trouble, and oh, then you Jesus. see like forty five million others just on standby, chilling. Jesus. Lightning strikes as their fists hit each other. And of course, I, if, if I remember correctly, this movie was like one of the first movies to be released in IMAX. Oh my God. And apparently, from what I've been told, like if you look closely, you can actually see codes of rain, uh, of the Matrix rain in the oh, rain. Oh, if you watch it in HD. It's like soup, but you have to see it in like, you literally have to see it in IMAX in order to see it. Like oh, even man. watching it on Blu ray, it's hard to miss. Um,. But, uh, yeah, and I also love how the rain is, the heavy, heavy, like, pouring rain is kind of a way to show that the Matrix is deteriorating. 
That oh, yeah, because thing. this is not a natural amount of grain. No, it's no. not. But it sure as hell looks cool. Oh, yeah. Wham. Dude. I don't oh, care who you are. Bullets. I don't care who you are. This that sonic cool. boom is fuck. Those sonic booms are fucking cool. And the way that, you know, they fall back, the rain falls back down. And just when you thought he couldn't get more over the top. Oh, God. <laughs> what a mustache-trilling fuck. Dude, I fucking I love, love it. I love Agent Smith. Yes. I love Agent Smith, so... I am cugging you so <laughs> fucking hard. Can you feel it, Mr. <laughs> Anderson? I'm pooping. <laughs> Can you feel my boner, Mr. Anderson? <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I forgot that that the place where they put the crater. Yeah. That's the same square that uh, Neo first leapt up and flied at the end of the first Matrix oh. movie. Like it's in there. I just read about this. Like if you stop it and pause it. For like two frames, you can even see the uh, the phone booth that hey. he hangs up in. So yeah, it's a uh, wildly intentional film. Yeah, uh, and you know what? I'm cool with it. Oh yeah, I'm really cool with it. Mm-hmm. And of course, I really love how the, all of his knees are now just staring him down, and he's just oh jeez, he Neo is just <laughs> he he looks like he Neil. You have so much water in your ear, though. If you watch, that's this not even th- that's not even rain. That's mud. I know. I I've had recently and i am feeling for neo right now Ugh. he is gonna get infected mm. can can we take a break and get neo some hydrogen peroxide <laughs> i think they had someone stand by i mean in a pinch like white vinegar will do but like <laughs> i i don't know i think smith has taken all the white vinegar and everything smith is white vinegar <laughs> that's his nickname now <laughs> agent works <coughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. <clears throat> okay, now here this is another thing that was pointed up um that I've seen some video essays do. The uh the en- this ending here with Neo is contradictory to himself because uh you know, Smith asks, "Why are you doing this? Why do you keep going?" <clears throat> and he says, "Because I choose to." But then later, literally 5 minutes later, he says, it was inevitable. It's literally contradicting one another. Ugh. But to be fair, that does kind of make sense because... Neo doesn't really know, does he? Well, no, it's a... No, like his, a- his, act, uh, uh, his acts are paradoxical um, by nature. Like you have to... In order to, uh, um, to be victorious, he has to surrender. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this stuff is paradoxical. Um, so it kind of weirdly ties in and I really wish I could articulate oh, this, this effect. I know it looks like co- how it can be true. Yeah. How you can both oh. choose to do what you do and follow your destiny. That free will and destiny are intertwined, but intertwined. Dude, that punch effect. Oh my God. It did not age well, but no, it, it would, that would have been so awesome if I had seen it in a video game. Yeah. That's literally what my thought was. So I was like, oh, this is a game now. On yeah, it didn't age well, but damn it. It's cool. It. I still it's still it. I still really love it. I thought these were gonna age bad in the worst way. But they haven't. They, they, they've they've aged badly, but they you're still okay with it. In terms of we've evolved our perception of uncanny valleys and we've seen some of these things that were really cutting edge become more mainstream. This is also the one shot that kind of bugged me. Not this shot. That was really cool. It's this one. 
he's Peter Panning. <laughs> Literally for half a second, I'm like, Mr. that's Peter Panning. Dude, can you get, dude, tone it down a little bit, <laughs> man. Like, shit. Now, to be fair, uh, there is an alternate ending to this uh, oh, in the Path man. of Neo video game. And... Depending oh, on whether you win or lose the fight? No, or? no, it's it's literally the end. Like, the Wachowskis are like, look, for a video game, the Jesus thing is, well, lame. So they decided to change the ending just for the video game's sake. Mm -hmm. It's actually kind of awesome, and I would have loved to see this rendered for real. Yeah. Um, When he comes out of the crater and he shouts, this is my world! Uh, all the smiths around him jump onto him, forming one gigantic monster mega smith. Oh my god. He's and just it... like, he, he just like Voltrons with all the other smiths to create a, no, and... it's like that first episode of Gravity Falls <laughs> with the with gnomes. The fucking gnomes. But the gnomes are smiths. Yes. And, and they just want to marry Mabel. And the, uh, and the big boss battle becomes like a Hulk versus Galactus <laughs> thing. It's amazing. So, <laughs> honestly, that would be kind of cool here, too. I'm not going to lie. Just to embrace the, the craziness of oh this. Oh, my gosh. But, yes. Fuck. So, this is the part where he's like, you, no, you, you were right. It was I inevitable. I just a, uh, just a sitcom of, like, five Agent Smiths living together, just being Agent Smith in a house. Oh, like what? Just all, like the this shenanigans. Like the downtime. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Like, what do they do in their free time? Do they sit on each other's shoulders in a giant trench coat I feel to like get they movie tickets? I feel like they just stand around. Like, cause... I like to imagine that Smith Baker's with him. <laughs> so this is it, man—the big martyr moment where Neo is finally assimilated to Smith. But because of the whole, like, equilibrium and yin-yang, one cannot exist without the other. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's actually a really great way to tie Are in you your... Are you and Smith just, like, Raylo? Uh, At this point? I, okay, I can't... <laughs> the way you're articulating. I can't, no, I can't say that yet because Rise of Skywalker isn't here yet. I'm joking, but I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I, I refuse to assess my full opinion of the sequel trilogy until it's over. That's... Um, that's just me, but I, oh and God, of course the angel the, wings, the angel wings, and the cross. I'm gonna die. Yeah, it's it's. I can't defend that, but I do really love his reaction. Just like no, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's like a moment from space. Remember with the no. fucking robots? It's, it's not fair. No. <laughs> Yeah, you get deleted, and I will admit the way he gets deleted is actually kind of cool. I love with the, the glasses. yeah, with the eyes and how they light up behind the sunglasses, and this is really cool how it shines through his teeth even. <laughs> and apparently, like it, it's really hard to hear in the mix, but he has this like electronic scream that is actually something that you hear in the first Matrix when um, he's seemingly destroyed by Neo. Yeah, bringing that whole thing to full circle. Oh, those were the cords cool. that were his angel yeah. wings. Well, yeah, it was the cords I that were holding him I remember this, up. and I always loved that the machines put him down so gently. I felt that that was just a nice gesture. Yeah. And and because, you know, Neo has saved, pretty much uh, saved everyone, not just humanity, but also the machines... Given like, what good. we've seen with the second renaissance, this is the first time a human has ever actually like agreed to a little truce with the 
the machines. I bet they appreciate that. I bet that anybody, I'm pretty the sure they do too. Mankind has ever agreed to work alongside you them. You got you should also note this is probably the first human that's been inside Zero One ever. Oh yeah. Cuz I mean, uh, it's unclear whether or not, you know, cuz you know they ship sh- uh, their products out uh, to the humans in Zero One, but you don't know if like any humans actually entered the city. Yeah. So for all we know, Neo might actually be the only human who's ever got to the machine city and lived to see it, albeit briefly. Oh yeah, and and then yeah, it's just when people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just remembered when you beat the Path of Neo game. I shit you not. This scene where they play this scene over again, where you know he says Zion, the war is over. To Queens, we are the champions. No, I shit you fuck. not. The Wachowskis put that over that footage in the video game, and I'm like, dude, thank you for acknowledging how stupid these movies can be. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're the ones that, like, if you actually talk to the Wachowskis, like, look, these things, we, these movies might look like they're super deep and well, that, and yeah, they kind of are, but at the end of the day, it's still entertainment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're cool with it. I was gonna say, if you ever ask yourself, like, oh, why did the why did the machines keep their promise? Mm-hmm. It is probably because it's the first time a human has actually agreed to a truce with them. Yeah, they tried so hard. I do love that line. He where he, when Morpheus asks, Aww. "Is this real?" That's actually a really great. No, you can rest, Lauren. But no, that's actually a really great moment because mm-hmm. he's he he was the one asking Neo, "What is real? What do you define as real?" Yeah, and now he's asking. In the moment of victory, or in the moment where the war is over, he asks so heartfeltly and played beautifully by Lawrence oh, Fishburne. Is this real? You That's can, great. Like, see the tears find his That's eyes. a great it's last great. line for Morpheus. I love it. And I have no idea what they do with Neo's body. Apparently, it's supposed to head to like a processing unit to get liquefied, like everyone else. But who the hell knows? Maybe. Really, because you're right. This is the first human inside the machine city. They have a respect for that, obviously. And it's the, also the first human that's actually reached out during the war that actually proposed a truce. Yeah. So maybe they'll give him a proper burial. Maybe they won't. Maybe they um, won't. I do know in like the, uh, the oh, shit, the architect's back. Um, I hope he doesn't start talking. He does, but very briefly, thankfully. Oh. It's really brief, thank God. <laughs> um, uh, he, he, you know what? He, you know what? It would have been great if you know how the Oracle took a new form because of her sacrifice with Sati. If they let Will Ferrell yes. be the architect. Yes, yes, that would have been amazing. She's a great architect. <laughs> Just for this last scene, like it's only a cameo. <laughs> Will Ferrell at the end. <laughs> and he just awkwardly walks out of frame in the most Will Ferrell way that he can. Um, but no, apparently, like the story continues in the Matrix Online, which yeah. is like a whole separate, um, like a. Is it an a, MMO? Yeah. Whoa, nice. Of course, it like stopped in like twenty, like two thousand seven or whatever. You can find archival servers with MMOs sometimes. They've got a RuneScape two thousand seven server. Where oh wow. They uh, stuck the updates back where they were at the height of the game's popularity. Huh. So you can play like it's two thousand seven. Sweet. And I do have an account there. <laughs> Um, well, I do know the Matrix Online continues, but apparently halfway through the story, yeah. the truce is broken, uh, perpetuating the cycle back once more. Because you have to give a plot for your video game. Yeah, it's true, but 
I forget exactly where it goes out, but I'll talk. We can talk about that over the credits because we got to acknowledge that this scene right here. Well, first off, we again we get to see the warm side of the Oracle, which is very nice. And it's a rainbow, which is God's promise that He'll never flood Earth again. <laughs> Tying back there to the religion, although it's it's less of a rainbow. It's more like this is the first time we're seeing true like colors and blue sky and oh right because greenery it was, all... it was all mechanical it was all urban settings <laughs> but this is the first time we're seeing like nature and the sky and the beauty of nature and all that sort of things in the matrix and it's the only time actually we save it for literally the last shot right here like all that's just Does like... that mean the machines finally gave them a little nicer version of the matrix or i think it's because they're like well you now know that this is a simulation. You can choose to stay here or go out. And we're going to make it a nicer simulation because Neo showed that Probably. humans are not entirely... There, there's one good human. Yeah. Okay, there's Neo. We're chill with him. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the... so glad I watched Second Renaissance. Everybody needs to... Second Ren Renaissance. Everything yeah. else is just like little candy. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but this one tells the whole backstory. It's really cool. It is really cool, especially the visuals that it evokes. Like oh, yeah. Everything from the Million Man March to Vietnam to the Holocaust to, you know, like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff that they had. Like, they just, they just Tank go. Man from 1989. Like, every, all these really great turn of the century imagery to uh, put on there. But, yeah, Second Renaissance, I'm always really fascinated with. Oh, yeah. um, and I really wish that I kind of hope that uh, or I, because uh, I'm really sad that, you know, Keanu Reeves and uh, Carrie Ann Moss are confirmed because that just means it's going to be either I post Renaissance. Because I want to see a, a, the Matrix movies do like a movie on the second Renaissance, but like a feature epic. Yeah. You know, I, I want to see because that. That's, that's the thing with multimedia is, is knowing that certain mediums just aren't for everybody. Usually when I see an adaptation of maybe a comic book into film or a comic book into animation, um, I'm not excited sometimes, uh, especially with the latter, to see what new things they'll add to it, but more to say, yep. oh, I'm so glad that people who would never pick up a comic book are going to see this because they, they'll watch a cartoon but not read a comic. Um, so, I, yeah, I think that it being an extra in an animated film... Mm -hmm. If they put that to the big screen, there'd be more people willing to watch it, and it's a super cool story. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And, um, although, to be fair, warned, it's got really disturbing imagery. Oh, really disturbing, yeah. Like, really. Like, it, it, that shit just gave me so many nightmares, especially the second half where humanity's being enslaved. Oh, yeah. Holy Before hell. Before they were all sedated. Yeah. There's, there's they just a, torture them without the... There's a scene where they just plug them in and they're entirely conscious that they're being, like, probed. fed upon and probed and stabbed in the back of the neck and, and used for ex fuel. experimented on with yeah. these horrendous things. And... It's a fucking mercy that they sedate you and put you in, like, the little pod by the time Neo's. Cause... Yeah, which is why I'm totally... I will totally take the blue pill every time if I'm presented every time oh, yeah. i'm staying in here i don't want to go out there it's nothing but death it's scary it's painful it's a really crazy form of body horror pass there was a guy in um like a two friends duel short in animatrix who's like oh yeah i took the red pill because i wanted to know the truth but now that i've seen the truth the matrix is better can we just go back to the matrix and his girlfriend's like 
know. Yeah, actually, that's a whole thing. Like, uh, it's in the like, because that's kind of like, I would want to know the truth, but I wouldn't want to, like, commit to the fight. Yeah. Like, I kind of just want to know and then just go back to. Well, like if you're one of we those, we are cowards, if, if the, We would not fight the machine. See, if I was presented with the choice, like okay, if I'm one of those red pills with Can the I splinter take in the, the mind. Blue pill later? Yeah, I was about to say. Can I keep this in my little pocket? If if I was one of the people who was blissfully unaware, fine, keep me that way. That's cool. If I'm one of those red pills who feel like there's something off and I need to know more, just tell me and then present it. Like, don't just show me. Yeah, it's like, can you explain to me what pills I'm taking? Yeah, because Morpheus. Because might just be a fucking Ruvithnol. <laughs> no, they, Robot Chicken totally does a thing oh, like yeah. that. Or he's just like, take the blue pill and take the red pill. And Neo takes the blue pill and he, or the red pill, he goes under and then, uh, or he's like, you take the red pill, I show you how deep the rabbit hole really goes. Is the rabbit hole his hole? In I was about to say, he takes the red pill. Passes out, and then Morpheus turns him over, pulls his pants down, and looks up his ass, and he says, Oh, hi, rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Seth Green to do. Uh, you know, XKCD do one where um, they've got the chaotic evil character, and they're like, Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? And he takes both, and Morpheus is like, Stop that. What are you doing? And he crushes them up and he snorks <laughs> them. <laughs> I think that's XKCD. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah, man, how did so? How did the 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 not only this one but the whole trilogy I hold up? I thought I did not think it was gonna hold up as well as it did. I fully enjoyed myself. Yeah, man. I fully dived into the lore, which I had never seen before. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I I think it still works, with the exception of a few VFX in 2019. And not to it's, mention the pa- cool. story pacings and whatnot. Hey, there weak moments but every movie, and when it stops to tell you the philosophy straight there up th- there there are movie there 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 are points that suck there yeah. are absolutely points that suck yeah but the the badass points outweigh those at I, least to I, us i like, i will watch the architect talk for five minutes if i get a burly brawl in exchange it, it balances out it it balances the equation good yeah. and, <laughs> and evil christ and antichrist yeah. You have the model. You have I'm, the. I'm the, I'm kind of the same way because I acknowledge people like if you guys don't like the the Matrix sequels, I totally sympathize because oh, yeah. it's really just there a matter. Absolutely bad scenes. Dude, it's really bad shit. Yeah. A lot of bad shit. But it's really like one of those things. Like, do you say do you, the things that you love are they? Do you love the things that you love more than the things that you hate? Yeah. In the movies, and I'd say absolutely. And I really... although I am kind of. And I, I now give this advice to anybody looking at modern art, anybody looking at anything that has a pretentious message. When I was little and I saw the architect talk and I didn't understand him, yeah, I was like, I'm just not smart enough to get it. <laughs> if you don't get it, they're being a bad communicator. That's on them. It is an artist's job to make you understand things. <laughs> so if you don't get it and you think that makes it dumb, go out and say that's fucking dumb. <laughs> I've just empowered everybody. Yes. Thank you. To call shit dumb. Give Thank it a you. chance. Yeah, dude. Think about it. Mm-hmm. But if after you read the artist statement, after you watch that scene a couple times, you're like, nope, it's still dumb. You know, you're legally allowed to trust your instincts. Yeah. I said that. I just gave everybody the legal right to absolutely insult art whenever they want. I I think I remember. <laughs> you remember the uh, uh what was it um the uh shit the one meme that really got huge uh, during uh, last summer. At, uh, what was it? Uh, oh yeah, the change my mind guy. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had 
to just cathartically make one that said the matrix sequels are still good despite bad writing change my mind what the matrix sequels offer you is an amazing like array of action and vfx and you know cool themes yeah and inserted into them are perfect five minute bathroom breaks whenever anybody starts talking (laughs) yeah so you can just sit there like in the theater in imax with I, i could get a bucket of beer (laughs) and then you know i have like five minutes to go i'm good the architect shows up yes everybody just leaves the theater at once (laughs) it's like the intermission for a broadway show where somehow the line is longer than the intermission and you're missing the first half of uh thankful of course of course thankfully that's you know for people who've seen the movie because obviously that's like a big you know plot reveal and whatnot oh yeah but they have an app they have an app that tells you which scenes of the movie are the best to go to the bathroom to. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about those. That was really big when Avengers Endgame came out. Yeah. Because apparently people can't sit down for three hours. I can. It's because really... And it's because your giant body has a giant bladder. Well, it's not just that, but it, well, a lot of people are like, oh, my attention span can't hold me oh, for Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm not talking for attention span. I'm talking when I go to a theater, I either want like a soda or a beer or something with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I go to movies and I'm like... I can't focus on this very important scene because I need to piss so bad. Mm-hmm. You don't have my tiny blood. That's fair. That is very I fair. I am. I am th- that female stereotype. Like I am that. Even so, I still. Um, I, I I still like d- try to distill the notion that you know four hour movies or like five hour or wh- whatever three hour films like they're like oh they're too long. It's like no. It's it's whether it, it's t- time is subjective to that sort of yeah. thing. If a movie's good, I will gladly watch a five and a half hour movie. Yeah, but just I'm not put an talking intermission about there. my mind. Oh, yeah, I know. I am talking about my fucking urethra. I'm just uh, again. <laughs> I just try to st- try to dispel that notion that movies have to be like ninety minutes to two and a half hours. Like yeah. three hour movies are uncommon and rare and unforeseen. Like no, they shouldn't be. No, uh, and then, same thing with like music. One of my favorite songs is less than two minutes long one of my favorite songs is more than 18 minutes long so yeah yeah, the the idea that they have to be all this cut 90 minutes yeah on on both sides too there should be five hour movies there should be 20 minute movies Mm -hmm. and a a short film shouldn't feel like it should have to pad it actually technically um it has to be 60 minutes or more yeah, to be, be, a, to, be to qualify as a feature film, this is an actual thing. You have to be longer than sixty minutes. This has been established since like the twenties, really, in yeah. order to be a feature film. But that does not make you a lesser medium. No, it does not. Mm-hmm. I've seen great movies that are only like seventy-seven minutes yeah. long. Feature is an adjective that means time. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, your movie should you you should be allowed to have a twenty-minute film that is considered for awards and like shown in theaters and stuff yeah i yeah, agree just but, even attach that you know i think uh they did do uh they attached uh, the, mo- certain movies to the animatrix beforehand like they'll show one of the shorts um and then play the movie afterwards i think warner brothers did that for a number of films over the mm-hmm. the uh, summer um but yeah it would be really cool to see like uh, uh say final flight of the osiris right before you see Re- matrix reloaded oh yeah and that sort of thing so yeah, uh, surprisingly. I really hope this comes back to IMAX. We've seen a couple, like, 
classic films in IMAX, and they, they did the real classics. Yeah, we're talking, like, we went to go see 2001, The Space Odyssey, and um, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, two of my all-time favorite films. Oh, yeah. Um, Lawrence of Arabia single-handedly cured my ADHD. <laughs> I sat there for, like, four hours, and I wasn't bored. That's, yeah, that, and that just goes to show you what an incredible film that is. But oh, that yeah. that's another podcast entirely, although... It'd be interesting to do would, that one. I would love them to do like more modern classic stuff that people grew up with. Like I'd love to see Titanic or The Matrix like, yeah. in IMAX. Absolutely. I do remember they re-released Titanic for uh, IMAX uh, in 2012 because that was the 100-year anniversary of the sinking. Oh, yeah. Smart. My, I didn't go see it. Mm-hmm. My sister did, and I was pissed because I <laughs> love Titanic I so love much. the soundtrack to Titanic. Oh, I love everything That was about my, it. like... I was like a kid and I wrote stories. Like, <laughs> when my characters were dying, I had the Titanic soundtrack. See, uh, and I was like, no, don't go into the fire of my heart. I'm going to sacrifice myself for you. I love you. I love you too. And now we're dead. In the rare times that I've had a bath, all my books. Um, be- not because I don't take baths, it's just because um, most standard tubs aren't equipped to handle my fat ass. <laughs> Um, but the few times that I have taken like real baths and big tubs, um, yeah, I'll pop in the uh, the the music for when they're doing the portrait, just the really quiet uh, piano, romantic the stuff. First time I saw the Titanic, I made a Lego Titanic. I actually, oh, I did too. I, I I actually submitted it to Lego Magazine, and they didn't get me back. But I I would I had this thing where I was trying to build like boats that would float in my hot tub, and then whenever I did, I would like turn the jets on. <laughs> and the boat would sink. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> and that's what I would do is I'd put my little passengers in there. I made a little Jack and Rose, even though they just had like Hermione hair, whatever. Oh my god, we just need... drowned them. So I, I think we might have to do in the future. Maybe, maybe ne- Titanic. Uh, we might have to because that's gonna be a that's gonna be a really long episode. But I don't care. And besides, it'll be a lot more pleasant than my last three hour three-and-a-half-hour episode. That was Batman v Superman. And you'll get to see a first-class girl drink. That is very true, both on the screen and in the studio. What's up, right? So, um, yeah, I think the the final thoughts on Revolutions is, yeah, man, I still love these movies, despite bad writing. Like, that's that's just me in a nutshell. If you're above cringe culture, you will like The Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I remain fans. I'm a big fan. Oh yeah. Um, not just the Matrix, the the movies, but I also love all the shorts. I love the, I still kind of love the video games. I really want to f- pop them in now. Uh, but yeah, we we so, I think later on, maybe say after Christmas, we should just for funsies, we'll like together we'll do a uh, a let's play of Enter the Matrix and Path of Neo, and we probably won't like do it here for the show because this, like, this is all it just movies. It doesn't deserve to be properly edited but maybe we like go Facebook live or something. Or I was just thinking we can do that as like a or separate a... En- like a separate entity that but we put it you know on the Facebook page for everyone mm-hmm. to watch and see and of course on our YouTube page because we need more viewers there and maybe a Let's Play will actually get some viewers in. So If um, we scream really really loud and I wear a low cut shirt. <laughs> and we both have to wear sunglasses the entire time. Oh my god! I need to wear sunglasses. <laughs> that was awesome. Not gonna lie. Yes. So yeah, man. Okay. Matrix movies. Still a fan. Still really love them. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess the next thing is, what are we gonna do next? I have an idea. 
I will give you guys a hint later on this week, and if anyone out there can actually guess it, you will get a little bit of a prize from me coming from my email or messenger or whoever. Um, so, uh, so just uh, uh, look on the Facebook page. It's uh, Comtrack Podcast. You can uh, find uh, the question, uh, what's the next movie going to be? And just comment and see if you can figure something out. I will give you this one hint. It is, uh, a no- it is another film that takes place um, this year. So that is the only hint that I'm going to be giving. But uh, in the meantime, you can check us out next week. We've, uh, we've been Comtrack. We'll never have to watch a movie alone again. I've been Tim. I've been Hannah. Peace. And now I am Agent Smith. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.